I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Okay, question. Uh, for the room and for everybody listening, how comfortable are you around being uh, around naked people? Oh, not comfortable at all. Oh. Not comfortable at all, Mocha? Negative. No. Shem? Don't bother me none, man. No. Morning? Oh, really? Wow. I love it. Yeah. No, I don't just don't mean dudes. Oh, then, well, no. Oh. Really. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Deepa, you don't even have to answer. No. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't it's want fine. It. So here's, I want to play you this clip and then come back and have a quick conversation. So um, there's this great clip from uh, Kevin Hart talking to uh, an ex NFL player named uh, Channing Crowder, mm-hmm. who he and his wife go to uh, a nudist colony as, uh, as part of their hobby. They've worked it into their life. So, mm-hmm. and, and listen to Kevin Hart's reaction. So me and my wife go to a nudist colony like Sorry? once a. <laughs> Once a year, we go to a nudist colony. What's going on? Yeah, that's we go. To, yeah, we go to a place where like you walk in, everybody just gets naked. And I heard you said. I, I, I'm I didn't know you if you knew going, this. No, I'm just asking you what's going on. Okay, yeah. So we go to the nudist colony, and what? you know we just kind of go around. You got to shave everything and show out. Back up for a second. I just want to get clear. Mm-hmm. Y'all just, y'all just, just hanging out of y'all people. Like, what's, what's <laughs> no, no, no. They're swingers there. But you have you you set the precedent. I get you that. Get I, wanna, I don't know why you're not listening. To me. I want. What do you, y'all? So y'all y'all get down. Is what you say? We. It's kind of the question, but we we don't get down. But we just like to be around naked people together. <laughs> you see what I'm doing, bro? I'm out. Hey, of here. I'm a, that's y'all two conversation. Yeah. I'm a okay, happy so day. Just, we just we just like to be around naked people. The one thing that gets me you. You hear what you're saying out loud, brother? I hear what I'm saying out loud. <laughs> okay, okay. So, well, you no never answered the question. So I'm fine with it. So when it comes yeah. to mm-hmm. comfort level being around naked people, because I, a couple of weeks ago, started going to the gym, right? Yeah. And, nice. and I told, and I, thank you, thank you. And I, and I told, and I got home and I told Catherine, I was like, I was like, two wieners today, uh-huh. right? She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I saw two wieners today in the gym. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was just like, <laughs> in the change room at the gym. I saw two wieners today. Mm-hmm. I like to do a wiener count, right? Okay, sure. And uh, and then she's like, what is going on in the men's change room at the gym? Are you all just walking around naked? And I'm like, well, sometimes like a guy, I almost ran into a naked guy. He oh. was coming out of the shower. His towel was around his shoulder, Yo, right? Wow. And we both said, excuse me, <laughs> okay? Because she said in the women's change room, it's much different. Is it now? And she takes her clothes off in the sort of shower stall and hangs them up in there. 
and then puts a towel on and everything and everything oh. else. She because she said boobs, you see a lot of boobs, but sure. nothing but like you don't see other stuff, right? Yo, I've and, been in the situation like at the gym in the change room, yeah, where you do see the guys just fresh out of the shower yeah. or about to go into the shower. Yeah. And like straight up, no oh. towel, no nothing. No, leg up, leg camp, up drying. Yes. In my boot camp, it's a small change room. Yeah. Um, I, I used to go, I used to work out years ago when I worked out in the 90s, okay? Uh-huh. I used to work out with guys I worked with and we went to a gym and that gym, the showers at the gym was one pole in the middle of a room with five shower heads off the top of that pole. So y'all got to stare at each other? Yeah, in Five a circle, you? in a circle. What was this, jail? Okay, and I know oh it was It was gosh. a prison. It was a prison, okay? So I knew what the wieners of all my coworkers looked like. Uh-huh. I <laughs> saw my dentist at the gym naked once. Right? So I knew, like I knew. For me, it was nothing. I knew what sure. the wieners of most of my coworkers looked like. Did it ever come up? I mean, like the... Um, yeah. <laughs> like, outside of the gym, right? right? So... The conversation. Did the yeah. conversation ever come up? Of course. About the fact that all of y'all... Yes. No. Yeah, there was a list. There was a list? There was a list. What was the list? You know, right? Like ranking? Yeah. No. Yeah, it was. No. Where were you on where the list? There was a, there, what's that? Where were you on I the don't, list? I don't know where I was on the yeah, I don't know where do. I was on the No, I don't know what I was. No, no, because no. You never forget. If no. you're on that list. Pause for one second. You pa- don't ever no. forget. Pause for one second. The only reason there was a list was because there was a clear number one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's the only reason. There, that's the only reason. But I am, I was so comfortable being around naked people. I didn't even mind being around my coworkers naked. Like it didn't bother me at all. We can right? sell. I've always suggested it. No, Maury. That's well, a whole different thing. Somebody texted. Number one. <laughs> Shut up, <Sean. laughs> So anyway, so that, that's, my, that's my question because I am, I've never even thought of it as anything. Just like I have no problem. Like I have no, I'm not saying I could go to a colony, right? Like, yeah. Not, Catherine would never do that and nor would I ever ask her to do that. Same. But, I, but if I accidentally wound up at one, which I don't even know how that would happen. Oh, but if we I, ended up on a nude beach once right and didn't know right and just kept going right it was we were in spain and we were doing this hike it was like a three or four hour hike and you have to go across like six different beaches right and one of the beaches happened to be nudist beach and we walked across and it was just like everything everywhere yeah and i just did my best to just stay on course and look straight ahead right did not look at the beach did not look at the beautiful water did not look at like the nice scenery just straight ahead no we want to get past that beach and i find when i'm in the change room at the gym the exact same way like there could be dudes everywhere right everything's out yeah and i'm just focused on Getting my stuff either in or out of the locker. <laughs> okay, that's kind of weird. Had that in a different way. And okay. then just leave. Yeah. yeah, me too. Anyway, yeah, shut up. Me too. Uh, uh, text that we got here. <laughs> I've been in ladies' change uh, change rooms where women just walk around naked all the time. Yeah, really, huh? I guess it's, it's freeing, I guess. You know, it's a safe space. Uh, to, to Ron's a at the extent. gym being that guy with the foot on the bench. Wait, hold on. No, the I'm not the guy with the foot on the bench. <laughs> at the gym, are you changing like at a beach with your towel around you and you're shimmying your shorts down underneath? No, because I think that that's a sign of weakness. Oh, I've done that. Yeah, I don't do that. No, I don't, I don't towel and shimmy. 
Uh, I go to a <laughs> Russian sauna and there's naked guys oh, all the time. Yeah. I met one of my best friends there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's your comfort level with, with random nudity? Because I, I find this fascinating because some of the people that I think are free living individuals are actually very uncomfortable uh, with this. So it's a 925-555. Or you can call 416-870-8888. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Oh my god, we're getting some hilarious texts right now. So the question is, how comfortable are you with um, nudity? And I don't just mean your own; I just mean being around naked people. Um, there was a hilarious conversation Kevin Hart had with a, a, a Channing Crowder, who he and his wife go to a nudist colony, and just Kevin Hart could not wrap his head around it. And I go home from the gym, and because like yeah, I see Wiener every day at the gym, right? And it's just not even a thing; like it doesn't even register. And I told Catherine, assuming that the women's change room was the exact same, and she was like, uh, "No, it's not." It's not at all. We don't just sit around staring at each other. And I'm like, well, we don't sit around staring yeah. at each other, but you just see it, right? It's, it's present. It's present. Uh-huh. It's present. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, some texts rolling in before we get to our phone call. Yes. Way back in high school, when my sister started dating her boyfriend, now fiance, our dad took him to play hockey. Oh, no. My poor sister's fiance saw our dad's penis real soon oh, no. into the relationship. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I feel like in that situation, right? Your your future father in law like that's all yeah, you're gonna think about. Yeah, that's yeah. all you're gonna. You haven't seen Deepa Thalal's dad or anything like that. I no, there's never been a no. Situ- okay, just like, <laughs> checking. I didn't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, Deepa! I have never seen the color in your face change so like quickly. accidentally, <laughs> accidentally. Like you guys rent a boat. You're no, no, nothing. Okay, I don't know. I don't uh, know. Someone don't else know. said I'm no. a nurse, so I don't get. Uh, I don't generally have an issue with nudity. Mm, However, if it's in a situation one. where it's not expected, I yeah. get a little uncomfortable. Sure. Another person said, "I would say keep your bits to you, and I'll keep my." bits to me mm-hmm. unless you're my girlfriend i don't want to see you naked oh wow uh, it's always the people you don't want to see naked that <laughs> shake it out at the no, gym I'm, I'm happy with anybody it doesn't bother me uh, at all i'm a gym fanatic reads another text yeah and i have to be honest i'm not comfortable the worst is when people that are comfortable start conversations with you for oh. absolute no re- <laughs> for no absolute reason well, unless they're talking to you no. with everything just hanging out no. and you we, don't know where to look we don't need to do that <laughs> yeah i find the the eye contact is very is more obvious in that situation yeah if you're caught in a conversation with someone who is like completely naked right i talked to wayne gretzky when he was naked once did you yeah yeah. The great one. Yeah. Hello, it's Razamoka. What do you want to say? Hi. Hey. Uh, so, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. So, uh, a few years back, I was in Austria visiting a girlfriend, and we decided to go to a spa there. And uh, I, we didn't really realize it was going to be, I guess, somewhat of a nudist spa. So... Uh, outdoor pools, indoor pools, saunas, everything, you know, you go in, everyone was pretty much naked. And what was interesting about it is it wasn't just adults. It was uh, people were there with their families. Mm-hmm. So whole families, kids, everyone's just naked. Yeah. And um, so completely sort of different experience there. And, you know, I figured let's just go with it. I'm in a different country. No one's ever going to see me again. <laughs> so I went with it. But I thought it was... Uh, a really sort of eye-opening, interesting experience. 
I went to uh, a nudist colony doing a shoot years ago, and it was the same kind of thing. It was like a family nudist colony. Really? And when you and when you pull up, there was like a family of six playing volleyball, oh, nude. What? Like, and the dad was like crushing it and celebrating, <laughs> like high fiving and stuff. <laughs> Damn! What is your name on the phone? My name's Rosemary. Uh, yeah. Rosemary, thank you so much for for listening, and thank you for joining our conversation today. Yeah, thanks so much. Take Have care. Have a good day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 925 is how you reach out. You can always call us at 416-870-8888. We'll get to your comments and phone call in a second here. We're talking about um, your comfortableness uh, around being people who are naked, around being naked, being around naked people, uh, whether it be at the gym or uh, if you and your love her go to like a nudist colony because people do that there's a lot mm-hmm. of those places and they are packed people I'm have worked too, it right into their lifestyle i'm too self-conscious yeah because I, I beach once yeah but I, my husband told me to leave my clothes on yeah <laughs> what is it Deepa? um i have made this observation from going to the gym and i don't know if anybody else can relate to this but i find that the people who are most confident in walking around naked mm-hmm. and make eye contact during conversations are old people yeah <laughs> like, yeah because they lost their the they, they don't have that who... insecurity yeah they don't care oh we just lost you there for a second deepa oh can't hear you we lost your microphone deepa for god's sake oh ah uh, yeah yeah what's going on um, uh, but yes, me... no, you're right. Oftentimes it's the people who have sort of lost that insecurity, which is a freeing place to be, by the way. Yeah. Uh, text here at 925 My husband and I used to be swingers and we'd go to hedonism in Jamaica and oh, walk freely come on come on naked. Now. That's like at next level. first I was a bit self-conscious, but seeing everyone be so free and comfortable just made it more liberating. We'd also go on swingers cruises. And I have to say, the swinger community were very accepting of every body type. That really? it felt so freeing. And then in brackets, please don't call me. I know people that listen to the show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know about that. That's a, that's a next step. I think that's like a whole other world if, as far as like you can be comfortable around people, but actually like wanting to, you know, you know. That's a that's a step that is. Another text reads that uh, not comfortable beyond. with nudity around others. I've experienced ridicule by others in the locker room, even come from other, on, even from other family members and family members. I got so mean. What? Jim is in shock right now. <laughs> ridicule, ridicule from family members. Oh, oh man! Um, uh, hey guys, love the show. I played competitive sports growing up. Yes. It was just the norm to strip down and take a shower. We didn't think anything of it. No. You know, even in my high school, yeah. like they had showers, and I w- I've never used. The shower in no, my high school. No, no really, way too huh? subconscious. Really, see, we had a pool in my school, but we would, if I remember correctly, we would just. Oh my god! Oh my god! I just remembered. What? what so what, we what? had a, we had a we had to do we had a pool in my in my junior high school, and you had to do swimming for like a month a year as part of gym. And yeah. I remember you were forced to shower afterwards, and it was one big room with shower heads on the walls, right? And we would all shower with our bathing suits on, uh-huh. right? But our teacher didn't. Oh, see, that's strange. <laughs> Hold on. But as a teacher, if you see all the other students 
who still have their bathing suits on, yeah. I think you should also keep your bathing no, suit on. No, he lathered yes. right up. <laughs> yeah, really? yeah. I wanted to get clean, yeah, clean. Yeah, lathered right. God, I just remembered that. No. So many, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew, I saw, yeah, now that I think about it, like how many gym teachers I have in junior high? About four? Yeah. So, yeah, I saw the wieners of four of my teachers. All four. All four. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yes, yes. I'm reading this stupid article. That's um, so it, it, they're going through like habits, right? And it's just okay. one of these things where they're like, hey, maybe your habit isn't that bad for you. Maybe it's good for you. That's completely irrelevant. Okay. So but what what drove me crazy was what they considered to be habits, right? Okay. So I'll give you one of their dumb examples, right? Habit. Chewing with your mouth full of food. They say why it could be good for you because food tastes better, um, making the aromas easier to smell when you How jam is that a whole a bunch habit? Well, exactly. So here's mm. my thing with this, okay? There's two on here where they consider to be habits where I'm like, that's a habit is a stretch. Okay. Like cracking your knuckles one, is a habit. One, peeing in the shower. That's not a habit. Okay, like you may happen to pee in the shower, uh-huh. but a habit would be like I go into the bathroom not ready to take a shower, right. but I still pee in uh-huh. the shower. A habit is something that you, over like time, years and years, develop that it's almost like you have to do that thing. Oh, and, it's, and it's almost like you do it subconsciously as well. Right. Right? Like, like cracking your knuckles or biting your fingernails. Cracking your knuckles, biting your fingernails, but peeing in the shower, okay? I wouldn't consider that a, like, a habit. No, because if it was a habit, then I would do it at other people's houses too. Yes. Right? <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Okay. No. But the one that made me feel so bad on this oh, list. Oh, wasn't the peeing one? No. Oh. The one that they consider to be a habit where yeah. I'm like, oh, come on now. Oh, why? Okay? Is it because you do this? The one habit that they say could actually be good for you. The habit they say on the list is sweating. <laughs> No, you just can't help that. That's just biology. (laughs) Right? But also a habit is something you can control. You can't control sweating. No, like chewing gum isn't a habit, right? Slouching is on the list. Mm, I wouldn't say that that's a habit. A habit, like like it would mean meaning. I would be sitting up straight, and then I'd and be then like, choose and then I choose to slouch. To slouch. Chooses to slouch. Right? It's a is vi- snacking a habit. Um, chewing gum is chewing gum's on the mm-hmm. list. Sleeping in is on the list. No, it's oh, well, here's here's one for here's one for you more playing with your hair. Oh, I've started to play yeah. with my beard. Yeah, how does that feel? Fabulous. Yeah, you like it. Yeah, although I went to a family thing and everyone loved it except my aunt. Why? What'd your aunt say? In front of her, she's like, "I hate that." Oh. And I'm like, "That's something you'd keep to yourself." You know, I don't. I don't keep people in my life who would look at me and point out anything and go, "I hate that." <laughs> They're long gone. <laughs> They're long gone. Like aunt or no aunt. I'm sorry. If you got a person in your life that points at you and says, "I hate that," well, first yeah. of all, you'd be single right now, more. So <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe don't follow. Maybe don't follow those rules. Yeah. What, what didn't she like about it? She just says that it just looks gross. Really? Oh, damn. Gross. A family member telling you you're gross. <laughs> oh, man, it's a bad habit. That's when, uh, that's like, that's like my, my grandmother told my brother that his, uh, that his face finally grew around his nose because she always told him that he had a what? big nose. Yeah. Oh, my God. oh, your face finally caught up with your nose. Wow. Yeah. People could be so mean. Yeah, savage. No. Savage. My grandmother wow. was savage with that stuff. Like, no joke. Was she from Montreal? Oh, of course yeah. she was. <laughs> <laughs> of course she was. She also peed in your shower. On, on you can't blame her. It's no. a habit. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Dean... Hello, it's Ron Zamoka. Hello, how's it going? Good, buddy. What's your problem? Uh, my fiance is trying to pick who my best man will be for the wedding. Oh, my God. <laughs> you wrote us this. Ron Zamoka fixed my life. I'm getting married next month to my soon-to-be wife. And uh, with all the wedding planning, it was all going well until last week when she asked if her brother could be my best man. Her brother and I haven't really gotten along all that well, uh, but she thought that having him as my best man would, quote, build our bond as future brother-in-laws. I absolutely do not want this to happen because one we don't get along and two I already asked my best friend of 17 years if he could be my best man and he said yes should I make my fiance's brother my best man to keep my wife happy or keep my best friend as my uh, best man and risk damaging my relationship with my fiance I will say this brother Dean if your relationship cannot handle you having your best friend be your best man at your wedding, your relationship was not going to be ha- able to handle much. Right. Well, Doomed. I mean, what does she say about the fact that you already asked your best friend to be your best man? Oh, uh, she didn't really care. She just wanted she her brother to be Bro. my best man. Bro, okay, oh I'm going to say God. this again. If your relationship, if you're worried that this, that you having your own best friend be your best man is going to be damaging to your relationship, your relationship is not going to be able to survive anything. Have you gotten into fights with your fiance over the fact that you don't want her brother to be your best man? Yeah, we've had like a couple of fights. Really? She's pretty persistent on it. Have you asked if your mother could be her maid of honor? No. Yeah, bro. Bro, your relationship is doomed. That ain't right. If she can't accept the fact that you asked your best friend of 17 years to be your best man and he said yes, like if she can't accept that, something is wrong. Like that ain't cool. This is how you want to start things? I don't know. So what should I do? Bro, like, I'm just you can do whatever you want to do. I'm just telling you your relationship's not going to last. Oh. Is your your future brother-in-law like is he in the wedding party at all? Uh yes, he is. He's in the oh, wedding. Oh, so that, that's fine. What the yeah. hell, man? This dude, this is this oh, is the beginning. Okay, look at it man. this way. Look at it this way, okay? I know that we can all sit here and go, oh, my God, it's completely irrational that your fiance would force her brother that you don't even get along with to be your best man, okay? You have to look at it this way, though. This is where it starts. Mm-hmm. Right. What's going right. to be the next thing? That's true. I haven't really thought about that. Is she I don't know. a pretty, uh, I guess, controlling person in your relationship? I wouldn't say she's controlling, but, yeah, she does have her moments where she likes to take over. During the but. planning of the wedding, how many decisions has she come to you with to say, hey, I need your help with this? What do you think? She hasn't really done that to be much. No, guys, guys get very little say, mm-hmm. and 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 that's and that's fine. Listen, I you you let your you know your fiance and her friends and her family and everything else do do it all up that it's it's wonderful for them and most guys are happy to just you know you have a little bit of say on maybe what they wear and you know let me eat the food before you know let me have a little say maybe dessert right that's fine and and i get all that and i'm not saying things every bit of planning in a wedding needs to be equal however you are contemplating committing to spending your life with somebody who won't allow you 
to have your own best friend be the best man. The one sort of decision that you get at your wedding, mm -hmm. which is who's going to be my best man. Well, obviously my best friend is 17 years and your wife and your fiance came in and said, no, it has to be my brother who you don't get along with. What's going to happen when you tell her or if you say, I am absolutely not having your brother is my best man. I'm sticking with my best friend. Oh, I think we get into like a massive fight over that. Mm. I'm just trying to keep. The does that key. does that? But does that seem rational to you? I mean, it doesn't seem rational, but you know, you got to keep your wife happy. Yeah, you know? but at what at what at what cost, though? You're right. I haven't really thought about that. Like, 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 how, like, are you like how how many times you know resentment is going to set in? I, I give you a I give you less than a year. Within a year, resentment is going to set in. Because this is this is something that maybe you're looking at right now of, you know, keeping her happy and ah yeah, maybe it's no big deal. But to actually bend and have somebody who you actively dislike, not even somebody that you're indifferent about, but actually somebody that you don't get along with be forced on you as your best man, this resentment is going to set in with you in less than a year and your entire relationship is gonna be doomed. Yeah, you guys have made me realize now that it's not that good. I thought that was just normal for relationships, but I guess not. No, no, man. No. I think for me, at least, if I were in your shoes and I said, yes, my wife's brother, my future wife's brother could be the best man, the wedding day, that's all I'd be thinking about, man. Yeah. You're going to look right. over and you're going to want to see your best friend standing there and you're going to see a guy that you don't even like standing there in his place and it's going to ruin your day. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have even made him. I wouldn't have even made him a groomsman. So how how do I tell her? You just tell her. Okay. And then when she and then and then when it turns into a big fight, you know, you're like, this shouldn't be this defining between us. Like, I'm sort of stuck on right now how you're even asking me to have a best man who is, yeah, I get it's your brother, right? But we don't get along. And this is my wedding too. I, you know, I get very few decisions in this, you know, and that's fine. And I'm all good with that. But, you know, at least, you know, picking my own best man is one that I thought that I could make, you know, sort of on my own and have it be respected because he is my best friend. And I do love the guy. We've been friends for 17 years. Your brother does not like me. Why would I want him as my best man? And he's already in the wedding party. So yeah, which I wouldn't have done. Yeah. Well, uh, you guys have made me realize that I should definitely be telling her about this stuff. Yeah, and, man. Uh, I will bring it up. Because if you say yes to this, this will never end for you. You're gonna, you are going to bury yourself under agreeableness uh, until you can't handle it anymore. Okay. And I think well, you need to, if that wedding is coming up next month, you need to have that conversation today. All right, I will. I'll do all it right. today. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, buddy. Good, good luck with that. All righty. Thank if you very you, much. If you need a place to crash, call Maury, not me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Dean. All right, thanks. All right, bye. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Man, the internet went in on this uh, nurse practitioner the other day. So what's that saying? That every day there's a, there's, a, there's a villain on the internet and your goal is to just every day not become that person? Mm -hmm. Something like that. So on TikTok, people do all sorts of videos and the, the goal is to go viral and then the goal is to maybe promote your company and the goal is to all of these things, right? Mm -hmm. And there is a nurse practitioner at a Laguna Beach who is somebody who does like fillers and injections and all of this stuff, right? Sure. That's, how, that's how she makes a living. Laguna Beach. Yeah. 
And she did a TikTok where she used the face of Natalia Dyer, who is Nancy on Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she's on Natalia her... Natalia Natalie? Natalie? Uh, I thought it was Natalia, oh. isn't it? I oh. could be wrong. Um, so I think she, it's Natalia, yeah. Yeah, oh, so she's yeah. sitting there with Nancy's face behind her, okay. right? And then this nurse practitioner is talking about all the things that she would do to sort of fix her, I guess. I don't know. <gasps> and then so and, and then at the end, there's sort of like a Photoshopped version of what Nancy would look like oh, with no. all of these suggestions. So here's the original video. All right, guys, let's talk about Natalia Dyer from Stranger Things. First of all, she killed it in Stranger Things. And if you don't like Stranger Things, we cannot be friends. So if I was Natalia's injector, this is what I would do. I would actually add a little bit of chin filler just to help fill out her chin no. and make her whole face more of like a heart shape. Next, I would add a little bit to the lips, just a nice pout. We'd get in there and do a little bit of Botox. I'd give her a nice brow lift to help open up her eyes. All right, let's see what the final product would give us. Ta-da! All right, how do we like my Photoshop skills? As we can tell, her jaw is slimmer, her chin is more pointy, and her eyebrows are more lifted, and gotta love that pout. Do we love it? Do we hate it? Oh, my... Okay, no. So that's, no. like, straight-up cringe. So, how dare you, lady? Well, I mean, it's... Listen, there's a business there's a there's a business for this, right? If Natalia Dyer had reached out to her and said, Hey, sure. I'm thinking of doing something, what could you suggest? Right. And then she went and did this video. But you have to understand the, the I'm not defending this woman at all. But there the the model for this is right, you get people where they will take a picture of, you know, Hugh Jackman and they're like, hey, I am a personal trainer. You want to get Hugh Jackman's shoulders, right? Mm -hmm. Like, people use these celebrity photos as examples because they're recognizable. Everybody knows who they are. They get it. But there's like a line that people don't see and you can't take somebody like Natalia Dyer's picture and then say, here's how I would fix her face. Right. Right? That's yeah. not, because you're, not you're, you're Hugh Jackman um comparison or example right like hugh jackman is known for working but out people and use celebrities bodies as examples for everything right but the it's hugh jackman one do. would make sense because he works out sure so you want to get big like hugh jackman thing. yes right? but for natalia dyer right she never asked for any of this no nobody nobody asked for any of this so anyway so oh, everybody everybody wrong. went in on miranda wilson and do you think so I, i'm going to play you her sort of like her her follow-up video because she deleted the hell out of this one right of course um now do you think in her follow-up she takes it all back and fully apologizes do you think that she justifies what she said or do you think she grovels and asks for mercy number so, two number two i don't think she's uh she's aware enough she may have seen no. the backlash yeah. but now she's out here to oh, defend yeah. Yeah. that's what okay. i think so here is uh miranda wilson so i just wanted to come on here and basically clear the air i did not mean to offend anyone including natalia I was simply just offering suggestions, not on what you have to do, just on what the possibilities are. As an advanced injector, that's what we do. We look at faces, we assess, and look at the possibilities, not on what you need to do or what you have to do. They're simply just options. Okay. So, no. Yo, also, that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it. That ain't it, Deepa. No. Tell no. the tone in no. her voice. She's yeah. defeated. <laughs> no. However, however, but, but, you know, like, did she accomplish what she needed to accomplish, though? That's the thing, you know, down in Laguna Beach. Like, are, are, is she going to have customers, you know, at the door now? 
because I think they, she will. Have, I don't know, but it was on Photoshop. It wasn't even like here's a procedure like before and after. It's no. like hypothetically in the situation. Yeah, why not Photoshop use? It, like, why not use yes. like a celeb? Like if you're going the celebrity route, right? Right. Why not use the example of a celebrity that you've already done work with? Because work no on. doctor would ever do yeah. that with it with a current with a patient that they've already done work with. No, nobody's going to give them permission to do that. True. You know? We're all supposed to think they look like that naturally. Oh, yeah. No, no. Like, other, otherwise, you don't think don't... the doctor that did Kim's ass wouldn't have commercials during the Super Bowl saying, "Hey, I'm the guy that did Kim's ass." <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Here's how much it. Here's how much it's it. It's all co- natural. <laughs> Thank you, Tika. Okay. All, okay. all yeah. right. All it's right. Like straight up natural. Oh, for God's sake, there's nothing <laughs> natural about that. And I'm not saying that that's wrong or anything like that. But I'm just saying that doctors. You don't generally see doctors using their using their patients. Ha- has uh, anyone gone to Miranda Wilson, this doctor, this skin specialist, yeah. to um, her TikTok page to see if like well, people are. Know. Are still oh, she's obs- getting killed. Just still oh, on like older posts because she deleted the original, oh, right? Oh, yeah. I think that's mean. I think it's mean to do that because I've, I've been in that world before where I think that if you if I post something that you don't like, yeah. right, you can hate on that, but you can't go to like a picture of like something a else, of a beautiful sunset and start hating on, and start hating on that, okay? That's, there's rules, okay? There's rules. There's rules. And just like, and also if you're pissed off on me, if you're pissed off at me on Twitter, yeah. you can't go and hate me on Instagram, okay? Oh, you can only allow to hate me on Twitter. Keep it on one, right? on one platform. platform specific. It's platform specific. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. Yo, Armando, it's Razamoka. Hey, what's going on? Uh, Armando, listen, am I saying that right? Or is it like straight up Hermando? It's Hermando. Oh, okay. See, yeah. here I am trying to think. I'm thinking like I'm saying it like the, the, the way that it's meant to be said, but straight up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Hermando listens to the Razamoka show a lot yes. and texts in to the show a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I have to read this text from Hermando. Does the voice sound familiar, Roz? No. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Hermano said this. Yesterday, I had a brief 10 to 15 second encounter with Roz, and I'm just curious if my reaction was normal with other encounters. Yes. Uh, what was your brief interaction with me? You were turning on the Jarvis, and I was in a big green truck. Uh, like you want to know like whether that interaction was like normal? No, for me. Do you remember his reaction? uh, What was your reaction? uh, When I first noticed it was Ross, the first thing I did was yell, shut up, Maury. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then then the thought after that was, I said, well, that was kind of dark. And I said, well, it's not dark and you're sexy. (laughs) (laughs) But then, you know, as as he went by, he did up, he put up the, the finger pinky, you know, surfer surf's up sign yeah. with his, with his fingers up. Yeah. and he had his hat on backwards so and then in my head I'm like okay well it's true he really is a smooth cool dude <laughs> this is this is why I hate meeting fans right like even even while I'm driving I hate meeting fans this is why you know how I always say that my windows are tinted like so thick yeah black like you cannot see in my truck uh-huh. this is why but we have to use our stupid pass card to get out of the building right so my sure. window happened to be down when I pulled out of the parking garage and I saw Hernando uh, in his in his truck and uh, and got made immediately um, and then and then of course twenty four hours later here we are uh, getting goofed on. Um, <laughs> so was the uh, was the meeting the encounter uh, everything you thought it would be, Armando? Um, 
no. I thought he'd be more grumpy and not say hi or anything. Oh. <laughs> Acknowledge that, you know, yeah. someone noticed him. Wow. 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 <laughs> Like Man, I'm so glad you texted. Like it was two. It was like two <laughs> seconds. I'm making a left turn. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. You know what the funny thing is? I pass that building two, three times a day, and yeah. then I just—it's. I hope to see one of you guys out there just so I can kind of see if the hype is really true. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. And was it? N- no. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, you're the best. Thank you so much for texting. Wow. And thank you for listening every day. <laughs> Thank you guys for being yeah. on the air for so long. Yeah, yeah, great fans. <laughs> Later, dude. <laughs> Later. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Reading the story on this uh, arranged marriage that went horribly wrong in India on the wedding day. Do they ever go like wonderfully right? Uh, maybe I don't know. I guess I know some success story- stories from arranged marriages. So. Do you? Like, and yes, were they depends. where they didn't know each other at all? I mean, not that like they didn't know each other and they met each other on the wedding day. It's mm-hmm. like they maybe met a couple times and yeah. then went from there. Are they really happy yeah. though? I mean, <laughs> I, guess. Yeah, I can only go off of what they say, which is yes. Um, True. So guess, they had yeah. the multiple day celebration, right? Multiple yeah. uh, events. So the groom at one point before they were to get married, married mm-hmm. was because there's just so much happening, right? Started to get dizzy, and then he fainted, and his wig fell off. Oh, no. And the bride realized (laughs) that he was bald. Oh, no. Yeah. And her family realized that he was bald. Right. And the wife was, well, not the wife yet. Yeah. But was so distraught over everything, she refused to marry him and ended everything right then and there. Because he's bald? Because he's bald. Yes. And felt like... They should have, or his family should have let her know and her family know. Right. And it got to the point where the police were called. Jesus. To mediate between these families <laughs> where the bride's family said, listen, we paid X amount of dollars for this wedding yeah. and for all the celebration. The least y'all could have done was tell us that the man's bald. Right. Bald men is, I say this all the time, man. Bald men is the last thing that you can still openly and proudly discriminate against and get and get public support. Right? This story goes, everybody's like, yeah, you go, girl. If it was reversed, if she tripped and her wig fell off and he was like, whoa, it's over, this guy would be murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Murdered. But goofing on bald men is still the last, it's the last thing you can do. You can't make fun of fat people. You can't, nothing, you can't do any of that, right? Which is, Fine, fair enough, right? Yeah. Because you're gonna you 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 listen. We all know what hurts and, and all the, the problems that people have and everything else, right? Bald men, okay, the last. I know. They are the last. Yo, you know how many bald guys listening right now? I'm like, yo, preach, brother. Right? Preach. They are the they are the last, right? Look, yeah. I think this situation though is just. I I get where she's coming from because it's already a surprise. You go, you don't know who you're marrying. You see them for the first time. That's a surprise number one. And then when they go home, like he's obviously going to take off his wig and that's surprise number two. So I think everything happens for a reason, and there's a reason he fainted so that she could get out of marriage. I think that I I feel like he could have kept the uh, kept it to himself for a little bit longer. Like you know how many times we've talked to people on this show who have said like they've kept this secret. Like not big secrets, right? But like minor secrets from their from their partner. 
Yeah. Right? From their right? husband or wife or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. She finds out he's bald, and then the next thing you know is that he's found dead because she strangled him with her padded bra and spanks. <laughs> <laughs> this escalated very quickly. You know what I mean? <laughs> what do you mean you're you're lying to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, I'm so pissed off at Instagram. What happened now? They changed it. Again? Look at my Instagram. What's wrong with it? It's black. Yo, man. Yo, shut up, Sham. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't put, don't play me like that. Um... They changed it. This is my feed. Oh, okay. Right? So See, what so what Instagram is doing. Uh-huh. God damn it. Hold on here. Let me get back to it. See, I and everything is everything has changed now, right? My, so, see, my like, Instagram has looked like that forever because every app that I use on my phone, right, I switch it over to dark mode anyway. Right. What is going on? What am I listening to? Oh, that's mine. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> what are you listening to? Sorry, that was just one of the wrestling. Um. Movies. So, yeah, but you shouldn't though. What do you mean? You shouldn't. I shouldn't what? You okay. shouldn't have Tell a. You shouldn't do. have an absolute blank screen with white text. Wow. Because it's not good for you. It's been working for me so far. Yeah, it's not good for you. I remember when I had eye problems. Remember mm-hmm. when I got shingles in my eye? Yeah, And my yeah, eye yeah. got all messed up and it's uh-huh. all warped? Yeah. Shut up, Sham. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know you had something to say. Just uh, don't. I'm okay. A- it's all uh, bent and curved. <laughs> right? <laughs> Listen, if it works, it works. Uh, so they've changed Instagram. And the, and and so that's not the only the only change that they've done on Instagram, right? So... The other thing that they did was so if you look, this is my this is my main home screen, right? Yeah. And then so Instagram is now going to full frame video, so it looks like TikTok. Yes, they announced that like right? forever ago, and I remember the beta version was available for some people. Yes. And the beta version ended up on my phone, so my phone had all the posts that were full frame for like a week, and then somehow. I don't know how the tech works. My phone, my Instagram went back to the old way that we all kind of knew over the past couple of years. So here's the real, I mean, having everything in, in black, it's just, I won't just, I just won't read that anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I just, I just can't. Um, but here's the real, just put your readers on the real update. No, I can't read white text on a black oh, background. Okay. Right. It ghosts. And then if I read white text on a black background, as soon as I put my phone down and I look at something else, mm-hmm. all I see in the world, if I look at the wall of the TV, is the white text. I'm sure there's a way like to it, change it, it on your it, phone, though. No, there's no way to change it on your phone. Um, I have to look into that because there, there is no I way. purposely made mine. But my phone isn't on dark mode. My phone is on light mode. But Instagram. No, it's an Instagram setting. If you go into settings, I'm sure there's an yeah. There is to- no. There is no way to change it back. Really? Looked? Yes, because the other thing that Instagram is doing, which now drives me even more crazy than the black screen. Here we go. Is the fact that Instagram now wants to be like TikTok. So when you go onto your home screen, mm-hmm. you no longer see pictures and videos of people you follow. Instagram now wants you to watch content from people you don't follow, like TikTok. Right. So those people that you follow are still there, but the vast majority of my home screen on Instagram now is populated by people I don't follow. And the thing that you probably won't see because of the white text on the black background is that, because I get that now as well, in in tinier text, it'll say, because you've watched this reel from whoever, we're pushing this other reel 
to you right now. Right. right? They're pushing more reels. Yes. To to people. Uh, because by I, people I don't follow. Exactly. Uh, or by a reel that maybe you have watched just because it popped up like on the explore page or whatever. Like you have no. I relation. never go to the explore page. Oh, really? Okay, never. so I do. I've never once gone to. So the So I get page. a lot of those other feeds because I watched something, one reel yeah. from somebody who I don't even follow. But you already have the explore page to go and watch stuff from people exactly. you don't follow. But on my home they're pushing screen, the, 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 this new this new format. But on my home screen, I want to look at content from people that I follow. I yeah. don't want it populated by videos from people that I don't follow. So I watch when Instagram made that announcement. It was like the CEO he. Put out a video right yeah. and i watched all these other youtube videos from like content creators and photographers and people who are like legit pissed because yeah. the ones who use like instagram to, to push their business photography or whatever right yeah. and now they have to change the landscape of how they take photos because now your traditional way of viewing photos on instagram will be changed to that tiktok Yes, frame, everything is 9 by 16. Yeah. Right? So they have to now change the way they, they take photos uh, in order to fill that screen so people will see more of the picture. Yeah. It says if you go under settings and then, and then go to theme, you can change the theme. No, there is no such thing as that. I just Googled it. Yeah, there's no there's no such thing as that. Did you look? Trust me. Yeah, I tried everything. I tried everything. So if you go to settings. Because mm -hmm. mine's go to on Instagram too. Where, yeah, it's not there. If you go on settings. There's no, there's no thing called theme. Yeah, no, it's not there anymore. It's not there. Huh. See, like I said before, I, all of my apps on, on my phone are switched over to dark mode because yeah. I just like that look. So really, huh? it's, uh, it's been that way. Like I'm used to it. Yeah. So um, RIP Instagram for me. Oh no. Yeah. No, not happening. What are you going to do? I don't know. I might as well just start following Maury. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. You should follow and then just hit mute yeah. account. What the hell did you send me? Are you acting now on Instagram? You sent me something where it looks like you're doing acting on Instagram. Are oh, you no, acting? I'm doing, I'm, no, I'm a TikTok creator. What does that mean? Like I'm doing fun content on TikTok. But, you put, but you're sending me Instagram stuff. Oh, no, I posted on Instagram as well. Oh, okay. But what are you doing? Like it's acting, though, oh, right? No, it's like, it, so on TikTok, you know, people, if you find something funny, you can use the same audio and just mouth along. Oh, so see, because I don't listen to it. It's a skit. Oh, so what are you what are you mouthing along to? So it's like, you, you know, when you get something. like an Amazon package and they want a picture of it, right? Right. So like the model's like, so the, the delivery guy's like, can I get a picture? And she's like, oh, yes, of course. And then she puts the box down and then okay. poses. Oh, here, here. Yeah, yeah, no worries. No, it's a package. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Honestly, mate, you don't have to do that. Just the package is fine. Oh, I got you. I got you. Oh, it's, a, it's like a lip sync thing, right? Is yeah, that what you're doing? But all the comments are about my beard. What a, hold on. French's has released the Frenchicle. <laughs> this is what he sends me. <laughs> what was the Frenchicle? Oh, you it's a like ketchup popsicle. Oh, for God's sake. And does that do well for you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, good. I got listen, man. I'm not going to say don't do don't try and do well on social media, but I don't. I, it's, okay, I'm going to unfollow everybody Mocha and start following more. <laughs> I know more. So disappointed. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so the Kardashians are out here doing uh, the hard work hmm? for all of us. So somebody had posted the other day after Instagram started making all those changes. Quote: um, Make Instagram Instagram again. Stop mm -hmm. trying to be TikTok. I just want to see cute photos of my friends. Sincerely, everyone. And then both Kim and Kylie agreed with that uh, statement. 
to the point of where when they now jump in on the Instagram hate, uh, CEO Adam uh, Moresi had to actually make a video addressing the changes to Instagram because Kim and Kylie agreed with the sentiment of make Instagram Instagram again. If you're seeing a new full screen version of a feed or you're hearing about it, know that that is a test. It's a test to a few percentage of people out there. And the idea is that a more full screen experience, not only for videos, but for photos, might be a more fun, engaging experience. But I also want to be clear, it's not yet good. And we're going to have to get it to a good place if we're going to ship it to the rest of the Instagram community. The second thing I'm hearing a lot of concerns about right now are photos and how we're shifting to video. Now, I want to be clear. We're going to continue to support photos. It's part of our heritage. You know, I love photos. I know a lot of you out there love photos too. That said, I need to be honest. I do believe that more and more of Instagram is going to become video over time. We see this even if we change nothing. We see this even if you just look at chronological feed. If you look at what people share on Instagram, that's shifting more and more to videos over time. If you look at what people like and consume and view on Instagram, that's also shifting more and more to video over time, even when we stop changing anything. So we're going to have to lean into that shift while continuing to support photos. The third thing I want to talk about is recommendations. Recommendations are posts in your feed from accounts that you do not follow. Oh, the idea is to help you discover new and interesting things on Instagram that you might not know even exist. Now, if you're seeing things in your feed that are recommendations that you're not interested in, that means that we're doing a bad job ranking and we need to improve. And you can X out a recommendation. You can even snooze all recommendations for up to a month or go to your following feed. But we're going to continue to try and get better at recommendations because we think it's one of the most effective and important ways to help creators reach more people. We want to do our best by creators, particularly small creators. And we see recommendations as one of the best ways to help them reach a new audience and grow their following. No, just go back to the OG style. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't like, I like the recommendations, but, I don't but that's what TikTok is though, isn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. But I also like it on Instagram because then otherwise like I might miss something that it's, I find cool, but I don't want to follow that person. So stuff just pops up and I'm no. like, Hey, that's neat. I yeah. feel like it just clutters my, my feed. So I, I did exactly what the CEO of IG recommended and Which I is... canceled it for a month. And then yeah. once the month is up. I'll go and cancel it again. Really? So what do you do? Explain it to people. So you, when it said, when it shows up on your your feed and it says because you liked or you which is checked my whole out feed lately from this account, an account that yeah. you follow, they'll say here's something that we think you may like, and right. then there's a little X just to the right of all that text that you could press that X. And then it will give you a list of options. Yeah, Shem's got it there. And then there's one of the options where it was like mute this or mute all the recommendations for 30 days. Right. Uh, I don't know how to do this. I'm stuck I with it for life. I mean, you know, I just literally explained everything. I just click something and then what? it just asked me if I wanted yeah. to remix this reel. No, I don't want to <laughs> remix the reel. I don't know how to do anything on I Instagram. I'm stuck how? now. I'm stuck. To explain it any more I don't simple. Know. You did. I'm not. I listen. It's maybe. Maybe it's. Maybe it's not you. Yeah. It's me. Okay. <laughs> and right? Shem showed you literally. Like and he this showed is what you on this. Like. He's not wearing his readers. I, I, don't have my, I, don't have my, I don't have my readers on. Anyway. Um, okay. Stop it. I don't keep them on at all times. You're yeah, at that age I know, and stage I know. where you need them. Ron. Thanks, Deepa. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> Right. Thanks for the recommendation. He doesn't know yeah. how to use Instagram, and he needs readers. People, exactly. this is just... The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Let me ask you a question, because we're all supposed to know better. Are tan lines still sexy? Yeah, why? Are they? Depends on where the tan line is. I don't mean like a like a farmer tan on the no. arm. I think yeah, a I butter tan butter, is very sexy. But are tan lines still sexy? Because we're yeah, all why? supposed to stay out of the sun. We're all supposed to, like... 
lather up with SPF 50 and we're all supposed to do those things and we all yeah. know the dangers of it and, every, and everything tan, else. even when you're SPF'd up. No, not really. I yeah. do. Not like you're yeah. supposed to. Not like a crisp tan line. Doesn't well, mean that it's not sexy just because it doesn't follow the SPF rules. SPF all the time. And yeah. I, my arms still get dark. Yeah, but not like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, you know, like when... You like know, back in the day when like I used to use like the day, oil, yes, the sun oil. Like oh, yeah, man. and you would kiss. I would deliberately get those tan oh, lines. Like yeah, I yeah, would, yeah. like I remember, like adjusting, like my bathing suit down, uh-huh. right? So it was like per, and I would be like it was perfect. It was a perfect crisp line because I was under the impression because of the I don't know when I grew up, uh, but tan lines. Like I come from a generation where tan lines were sexy. Why are you, you asking? Re- because it was so sunny this weekend, and yeah. I'm wondering because normally, like I would have. Oh, you weren't getting the compliments no, that you. No, it's not that it was. Getting <laughs> but there's nobody around to give you the compliments. You don't see no, people. No, I don't have them anymore. <laughs> right? Like I don't. I don't have them but anymore. But I saw some <laughs> great tan lines on the island. Oh my goodness! Really? So they are still sexy. So oh, it depends. Because yeah? like I'm not a big no, fan of no, like. Says Deepa. I, I'm not no. a big fan of short tan lines. Like, if you're wearing shorts and you see the tan line on the leg. Oh, because you, you're tanning, so, you're only tanning your knees at that point. But I like point. speedo but, tan lines. Oh, yes. See, mm. same here. No, Wait, Deepa, you're a no on tan Deepa? lines? No, I think it, especially if it's unintentional, like over the weekend, like you said, it's really hot. So I have a weird sock tan line. Like, so from where my pants are yeah. to where my feet are and where my socks and my shoes are covering it, it's like all different colors. So when I was in the shower, I was like, oh, my. Oh my God! Like I don't know if I want my husband to see this, so I just put socks. My God! <laughs> you don't even want your own husband to see your tan well, up legs. I just know it looks ridiculous because if I think it looks ridiculous, somebody else is definitely going to think it does. So yeah. Um, Have you I seen the no. mask tan lines? People that still wear their masks while sun tanning, oh. and they get like the lines where the mask goes around their ear and a big oh. circle around their mouth. Oh, it was no, forty degrees on the weekend. What were you wearing socks for? Oh, with my shoes, I wear, sh- like, if I'm wearing my running shoes or whatever, I wear my socks. Why do you, is that weird? Is well, it? I don't know. It's Guys wear socks too, with their sandals right now. To me, it was right too now. hot for socks. No, I wore socks. I wore socks on Saturday. You did? Yeah. You wore socks? Yeah. Do you have tan lines for... like Deepa? No, because no? I wear the, uh, the, the, what do you call them? The no-show Ankle ones. socks. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. I wear those. But I, I wear sneakers on. Big socks, yeah. Morning wears wool socks all summer long. I know. Super so weird. weird. Super weird. <laughs> but yeah, I miss tan lines. I oh, really can do. Can we see them I, then? I miss, Let's give you a compliment. No, I don't Stand have, up. Any, I don't have any tan lines. I don't, oh, so you don't like, even have I any. Use, I, grew up with, I grew up with girls where in the summer they would have those little stickers of the Playboy bunny that they would put on their stomach mm. before they tan. Oh, my God. I knew a guy that did that. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. On his butt cheek. On his... Oh, yeah, no, no. And I was just wondering because I sort of miss tan lines. And I know that we're all supposed to be better than that now and we're not supposed to lie on the sun and suntan and get mm. that good base. You know what I mean? Like all those lies that they told us, right? I Go know, to the tanning still... bed so the real sun doesn't burn you. Yeah, you right? Feel all those all those lies. All so those all those lies. Well, you I put know. some after sun in after. I know. Catherine and I were talking about this the other night. As horrible as tanning beds are, mm-hmm. because tanning beds are horrible like oh. you're baking your insides yeah. right i still say and uh, horrible i will never go in another one again i don't think anybody should ever go in a tanning bed but i will say this 20 minutes or 15 minutes in a tanning bed in february fixes a lot of problems <laughs> like what like it, your body you're, yeah, you're, you just you're, feel you're, nice oh you feel nice your skin starts tingling days, yeah. your insides are nice and warm like that that 15 minutes in a tanning bed when it's freezing cold outside uh, we just got a text by the way lol yeah. it's not sexy anymore guys oh <laughs> well, what the hell are we talking about <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast <sighs> 
What's the matter with you? Nothing. I'm just oh. so tired. I'm so tired. Yeah. Yeah. You, I saw, have, you had that long bike ride yesterday. Man, Bro, you know, okay. You do too much. So. Too much. So before Jenna and I had crews, yeah. right? Yeah. And on this show, for years, you had always said, when asked about tiredness. Yeah. In that moment, yeah. you are the most tired that you've ever been. Every and I never day. understood, yeah. right? Yeah. Because life was good. Not saying that life is bad now. Yeah. But my old life was leave this show, go home, have a coffee, take the dog for a walk, sure. hour and a half nap yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah, glorious. Right? Jenna comes home from work, we have dinner, we watch like a couple of movies and then yeah. go to bed, right? Living like a king. Cycle happens again. Yeah. Since Cruise... Like, I've been tired. Like, the most tired I've ever been. Yeah. Much like what you said. Yeah. And every day, the tiredness just increases. Yeah. And now that he's five... It's the worst. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I love kids and all. The, the tiredness, but the activity, Ugh, right? It's the worst. So my day goes like this. I get home from work yesterday. Yeah. First of all, no, walk us back here. Walk us back. You wake up at what time? 2.15. 2.15. Yes. Yeah. I come in here to work. Yeah. I, le I left yesterday at about 10.30. I got home at 11.20. Yeah. Immediately go inside, change into shorts, go outside, mow the lawn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Paused for 15 minutes, scarfed down a hamburger for lunch. Yeah. Cruz then wanted to go for a bike ride. <laughs> so myself, Jenna, and Cruz... We take off for like an hour. Yeah. Right? And this isn't just like you don't get the bikes out of the garage and just go on a bike ride. Like, did you put the bikes? Oh, no, no, no. No. Today, yesterday was not a load up the car, okay. the bike rack, and okay. drive somewhere. So before this you was, get to the actual part where you are riding bikes, yes. right? How far is that from your house? Oh, we took like, we, drove, we rode around for like an hour. No, no, no. But like, because I saw you sent me a video, like a beautiful trail. Oh, that is like 10 minutes. Okay, so you had to house. bike 10 minutes before you biked. Yes. Okay. And then we got into the trails. Understood. Right? Rode through the trails, and then we went to the convenience store. Cruz wanted a freezy. Yeah. Got a freezy. Because he's exhausted. He's had such <laughs> right? a day. Right? Had to hydrate. <laughs> got back on the bikes. Yeah. And then immediately went to a park nearby. Oh, my God. And then played there for like 30 minutes. Yeah. And then biked home. Yeah. Dinner. Clean up after dinner. No. And then we have like a little uh, a swing set in the backyard. Yeah. Right? Push cruise on the swing set for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And then it was bath time. Oh took his bath. God. And then I read him two stories before bed. No. And this is what time now? This is like around 7.30. No. Put him to bed. And then I go downstairs. Jenna's with the dogs. And I gave Jenna a kiss. Yeah. Good night. And then I went to bed. <laughs> yeah. So nothing. <laughs> So, so you had no, you had no day. No you had not day one, yesterday. Not one, yeah, see. The 15 minutes that I had to eat my hamburger right. for lunch. Right. And then that was it. Right. We used to have the conversation all the time, and I used to have to try and explain it to people, which was when I was doing this show uh -huh. and then ET Canada all day. 
I don't know how you did it. And then with like Roxy was newborn. So the entire time she was growing up, people would always say, because then they would ask, well, what time do you go to bed? And I would say 11. Mm -hmm. And I I would sleep from 11 p.m. until 4 a.m. So I would sleep five hours a night. And the reason I did that was because if I didn't, I would literally just be working all day and then partying with a kid. And then in bed, I would have no minutes for myself. Mm -hmm. So I made the decision to sleep five hours a night Mm -hmm. so I could have when Rox would go to bed at like eight, between eight and 11 that Catherine and I could hang out. Right? Sure. Watch a movie, do whatever. Like yeah. that was just sort of the the decision that I made. I sacrificed my body. Yeah. Right. In order to like, be able to in order to be able to do that because it's no joke. That's what I do on like on Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah. See, I can't I'm, do that. I'm dead tired. Yeah. Right. You sent a word. So you, I got your oh. wordle today at yeah. two thirty a.m. Yeah. But on Friday, I got it at twelve thirty a.m. <laughs> like so, you're almost like on Fridays, you're almost staying up to when you normally have to wake up. Pretty much. Yes. Yeah, because I on do Fridays that. and Saturday nights, those are the only. That's how you get jet lag, man. Minutes yeah. that I have, like. For me, yeah. So when everyone else goes to bed, right? Jenna goes upstairs to sleep, yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna hang out down here, watch a movie, I watch some YouTube videos, yeah. I have a couple of drinks. So you're, even though like I am dead tired, I could go to bed when Jenna goes to bed at like right. eleven o'clock on a Friday night. Yeah. But I choose to stay awake for like at least an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Screw around because like I you have to. I you need that time. That's to. like the only time that I because have. Because otherwise, it's not nothing is worth it. It's like you have to make some. You have to make it worthwhile, right? Yeah. Like you have to have some sort of reward in your life. And if the only minutes you get are Friday night between eleven thirty and two thirty a.m., <laughs> right? I got to take it. Then you got to take it. You all live my right? best life, bro. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So Britney Spears is officially back in the studio. Ooh. With, with Elton John. How'd that happen? For a remake of one of Elton John's greatest hits, Tiny Dancer. You mean Tony Danza? Yeah. Do you know Tiny Dancer? Hold me closer. Can you can you find it? Did you put it in, Maury? No. No. Do you know that song? Tiny Dancer. Yeah. Do you know Tiny Dancer? Tiny Dancer. I dance for my name. No, that is not. That's a Tina Dancer. Tiny Dancer. No, that's Tina Dancer. That's not Tiny Dancer. This must be Elton John's thing because he didn't. He just do one with well that we play all the time too. A remake with Doja Cat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ that uh, both Britney and Elton John. Uh, linked up and uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday of last week, so one week ago, and they did a new rendition. So it's already in the can. Oh. Told the song is currently still being mixed. How they um, keep that a secret? Like they I don't, follow Britney yeah, around all the time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, should drop at some point in August, they said. So this is uh, Elton John's version, solo. Tiny Dancer, soon to be featuring Britney Spears. You know the song? Mm-mm. You don't. You never heard this song? Mm-mm. God, man, you and I live such different lives. It's crazy. 
You've never heard this song? No. I find that extremely no. hard to believe. Maybe even when like they get by, even by accident. It's been in like a million movies. It's beautiful. Very beautiful song. Yeah. Is you he playing it, piano on this as well? Elton John? Yeah, yeah. I would assume. One would assume. Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what I look like? Elton John biographer over here? <laughs> I did, you don't have to be an Elton John biographer to, to maybe, maybe. Uh, Are we doing Elton John trivia? No, we're not. Lauren. You never heard this song? Mm-mm. Come on. Okay, you'll get. Wait till we get to the chorus. These old guys, man, they take like yeah, twenty minutes long. to get to the chorus. They got a little music. Ah. I know. Just wait. Just wait. Okay. He's got another verse. I don't think we even hit the chorus no. yet. No. How, how far into the song are we? <laughs> yeah. Minute fifteen. A minute fifteen before no, the chorus. On. Yeah. Right, right. Here we go. Is this it? The part? Yeah. yeah. Coming up. Ready? Oh. Oh. No, oh, I think he still? skipped it. Did he, did, did he skip it? I don't know. <laughs> okay, hold on. No, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Keep going. What a banger, guys. Okay. No, no, you missed it. You missed it. Oh. You missed it. Come back. Okay, wait. No. Wait. Oh, hold on. Hold on. No. No, hold on. Just wait. <laughs> I hold on. Wait, uh, is it coming now? Wait, oh, no, no. No. <laughs> okay, hold on. Come back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Wait. Okay, hold on. Wait. Wait, forward? No. Forward? Forward? Forward shit. Like, how forward? forward? Okay, wait, wait. You skipped it again. No, you skipped it again. I, yeah, go back. Go back. Right here. Wait. Okay, wait. <laughs> Just wait. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait. No. No, back. You got to go back. Oh. Back. <laughs> back. No. 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 When does he talk about the tiny dancer? Okay, when does wait. he say tiny dancer okay, in the hold song? On. This is so frustrating. It is. I have so much more news to do, but this is, we have to let you hear the chorus for Tiny Dancer so you know what the. I mean, realistically, do you think he's going to know what it is? No. No. Okay, no, this isn't it. No, okay, okay. So, so Shem Sand Stay. Shem Sand Stay. Okay. I heard this part three times already. I know, so have I. Right after this line, hear me. Don't sing along, Maury. Do not sing along. Don't sing along. Here you go. Don't sing along. Here you go. He needs to hear this to make sure that he's heard this before. Here it is. And? Oh, yeah. Oh, shut up. Such, oh, <laughs> my God. Why didn't you guys just, like, sing that part? I know that part of the song. By the way, somebody guys... texted in saying this song was in The Office. They just yes, actually don't know thank this. you, Maury. Oh. It was in The Office, for God's sake. Why didn't you guys say that? Oh. What, now you know it? That's my favorite Elton John song. He plays the piano on that and everything. Did you guys know that? Oh, that was exhausting. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I already had to call a plumber. What'd you do? What'd you, what'd you do yesterday is the real question. Well, I didn't. I don't know what Matthew did, but we turned on the shower. Yeah. And um, it was filling. It wasn't draining. So the whole shower pan, I guess you call it, was full of water and still full of water. It was because you're... All oh, that beard yeah, hair. Yeah. Clogged drain, man. In the shower? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, what's the difference? Oh, I would assume that would be the sink. Where have you, you have you looked in the drain? Oh no, there's nothing there. 
What do you mean? No, we thought I... it was the people below because they flooded their bathroom when they put cat litter down the shower. Oh, why, so who, why would you do that? Wait, wait, so you think water crept up into your... If it was, we think if there's still some left, it would just fill all the way up the pipe. Right. So why do they put, how do you know they put cat litter in the shower? That's what we were told, because they flooded um, all the way up to the fifth floor. Right. And they had to like completely. And you guys are where? On the third, right? On the third, but it skipped us. Yeah. Um, so they had to mm. gut the whole thing. So this morning, like I woke Matthew up at 4 a.m. I'm like, emergency, emergency. And he gets up and he's like, I got up too quick. I have to lie down on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. What a mess that condo is. What a mess. So you couldn't see into the drain? No. The hole's too small. Um, so you're in the shower and it starts filling up, right? Uh, I turned the shower on. I took a pee, and when I was ready to go in the shower, it was already full. Okay, so it wasn't like overflowing Wait, or anything. Pee like in that. the shower? No, no, I pee in the toilet. Oh, okay. Um, why? Because I made a promise to myself that when we renovated the bathroom, I would never again pee in the shower. I used oh. to pee in the shower all the time. No, to myself. Oh. oh, why? Why would you make that kind of promise? Those, the tiles are made in Portugal. So I didn't want to like stain you, them with whatever's in your pee. You, you put your filthy feet on there. I know, but you don't put like pee germs. Yeah, but you go, like, you wash your butt, and then all that water runs down onto the Portuguese tiles. So you're tiles. giving me permission. I'm not giving you permission to do anything. Your condo. Do what you want. I know. I made a promise. I'm like, new yeah. con, new renovation. I promise to myself I will never pee in the shower. Wow. Okay. And you used to exclusively, I like, pee in the shower, right? I used to love peeing in the shower. Yeah, I still it love peeing in the great, shower. It felt great, like, when you have hot water, like, billowing on uh, your chest. Excuse me? Billowing? What's the word I'm looking at? When hot water is billowing all over your chest. Yeah. It feels great while you're oh, peeing. Oh, you mean bellowing. Bellowing on yeah. your chest. Yeah. It feels amazing. Like It's not bellowing or billowing. Okay, yeah. Way. <laughs> <laughs> it's too easy, bro. Hey, let me ask you a question. When you pee in the shower, do you hold it or no? No, not at all. No, huh? I kind of enjoy just having it. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm guessing you don't pee in the shower, Mocha. Once in a while. Yeah. 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 I go hands free. Do you have Portuguese tiles? I'm I'm always hands free. Yeah. I'm always weirded out when somebody is in the shower because I've heard stories where somebody's in the shower and they have to pee and then they get out of the shower. I've done that. Have you? No, that'd be too much of a mess. I've done that. That's a hazard right there. Yeah. Everything's all wet. Plus, it doesn't feel the same when you're peeing the toilet when you're all wet. No, no, no. I can't. I would never. I would never do that. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in the shower and you realize you have to do the other thing and you no. get out? Oh, no. No, I just do it in there and push it down with my big toe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh. Okay. No, I've never I've actually yeah, I've actually never that's actually never happened to me. Yeah. Never happened. Have to you me. ever peed in anyone else's oh shower? Oh my God, Maury, Maury enough. enough. Bro, you have the enough. Enough, me enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you're gross. I'm the one that brought it up. I didn't bring you're it up. You're asking all these weirdo yeah, fetish questions. Wait, yeah. oh, hold on. Pervert. Hold on. Yeah. I'm a push it down with the toe. No, no, no. no. You're weird, dude. Don't yeah. even. Yeah, that's. You're disgusting. Oh, horrible. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay, so. Uh, Remember Mean Girls when that came out? Mm-hmm. Okay, Stomach so was so fetch, so fetch. Uh, so when Mean Girls came out, mm-hmm. Tina Fey was thirty four, Amy Poehler was thirty three. Okay, okay. Currently, right now, Lindsay Lohan and Amanda Seyfried are thirty six. Lacey Chabert is thirty nine, and Rachel McAdams is forty three. Oh, oh my God! Okay, what? yeah. So that's crazy. Much older than Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were when they did when they did Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Um. Alexis Bledel 
Who's that? Okay, so she was um, Rory on Gilmore Girls. Okay. Okay. Also Alexis. What's that? Also in The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, also in The Handmaid's Tale. Alexis Bledel is currently the same age as Lauren Graham was as her mom when Gilmore Girls debuted in 2007. Damn. Wow. Okay. James Avery was 45 when he started playing Uncle Phil. He was only 45? He was 45 when he started playing Uncle Phil. Okay. Will Smith is now 53. <laughs> okay. 53 and missing. Okay. On Full House, when Full House premiered in 1987. Okay. Bob Saget was 31. He was? Dave Coulier was 28. Okay. John Stamos was 24. Oh, what? That's right. so young. They were, in my mind... Way older than that okay. the TV show. Right now, the Olsen twins, yeah. who are the youngest, are 36. Oh, my God. <laughs> no way. Yeah. 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 Um, hold on. There was another one here, too. That uh, uh, That's so funny. But, I mean, it's just age. Well, yeah. No, right? I, know, I know. But it's so wild to think that, like. I know. When you watch all these stars. Yeah. At the height, or not even the height. Yeah. When these shows were, like, just so popular. So on Friends, uh -huh. okay, Ross and Rachel's uh, daughter, spoiler alert, Emma, mm -hmm. okay, uh, was played by, like, twins. Oftentimes when there's babies in a of show, course. they're, yeah, they're yeah. played by twins. Um, so Callie and Noelle Sheldon were the two babies that played Ross and Rachel's daughter. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Yeah. So that show ended... Uh, that episode aired in 2002. Yeah. So those kids have to be in their 20s now. Well, yeah, Maury just gave you the answer. Spoiler right? alert, Maury. 20 years old. 19. No, they're 20. Oh, I just Googled. 20, 20 this month. They're yeah. older than Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> if, that, if, if that helps. If that helps uh, at all. Um, where's the other one here? Um, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, Christina B. Allen. Who played the 13-year-old version of Jenna Rink, the Jennifer Garner character on 13 Going on 30. Oh, okay? my God. Yeah. She's now 30. <laughs> she really yes. And for Halloween, she dressed as Jennifer Garner. Did she? Yeah. yeah. Literally 13 yeah. going on 30. Yeah. Okay. And then so here's the this is the this is the best one. With the exception of the Sophia character on Golden Girls. Mm -hmm. Okay. When Golden Girls debuted all the women on golden girls were supposed to be in their 50s mm -hmm. really okay yeah they were all supposed to be in there they were all in their in their 50s mm -hmm. which is the same age as the current cast is all supposed to be on the reboot of sex in the city what, what a difference uh, okay what so you heck? have you have that group of what so this is what what people thought 50 year old women hanging out and being friends but they were acted like 80. they acted 80 right yeah. Because that is that was the sort of thing, right? Like that's what women over fifty were supposed and Sarah to do. Jessica's I guess fifty seven right now. Yeah, Sarah Jessica's fifty seven. How old was How old was B. Arthur when um, when Golden Girls debuted, Maury? How old? Like in okay, I can't explain no. that question. Well, I don't know if you know the answer, and I'm guessing. Okay. okay, no, oh no, 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 no. Find out for me. B. Arthur. Yeah, B. Arthur was. Do you know how to do this? Yeah. Are you sure? Just say no. I'm googling it. What are you googling? How old was B. Arthur in Golden Girls? premiered <laughs> okay 
63. 63. And she was playing a 50-year-old? Yeah, they were all <laughs> supposed to be in their 50s. They yeah. looked 80. Yeah, I know they did, right? But the, the, the real and, uh, shocker the for... the little one, the, the oldest one, she, she was the youngest. But she was the youngest. Yes, that's true. She wore what? a wig. Estelle Getty was the, actually the youngest cast member. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. She wore, she wore but a But she wig. played the oldest? She played yes. the oldest. Yes. And she was the youngest yes. in real life. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Hollywood. You had no idea about that. About that? No. Yeah, no. Like if you look at, at oh Golden Girls biographer. No, no. <laughs> I have pictures of of I'm Estelle sure Getty. You do. When I don't want to see I don't want to see Estelle Getty's yeah, OnlyFans leaks. Don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. I have no, pictures of Estelle Getty. Weirdo. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. This guy on TikTok posted um, a screen grab. He screen grabbed a convo. So he was out with friends, and then a friend of his friend gave him a ride home. Okay? okay? Yeah. So they know of each other, but they're not, like, close or anything. Gotcha. So. Like me and Maury. <laughs> <laughs> so this girl who gave, who was the driver, yeah. texted and said, hey, it's Julia. What's your Venmo? I need to charge you like two forty-seven for driving you home last night. LMAO. Also, what's your roommate's Venmo? Gas is so pricey. He he. Don't blame me. Blame Biden. <laughs> so, you got it. You were out with friends, and then a friend of a friend was like, "Hey, I can drive you." Yes. And then at the end of it, they were like, "You owe me whatever two dollars and forty-seven cents." Did you ask that question or agree to that before the ride? Yeah. Also, yeah. who who asks for two dollars and forty-seven cents? That's so you specific. Would, like the That's total doesn't super even specific for for to charge two people that separately. The you total know, like, still doesn't even add up to five bucks. No. At what point do you though? Do you charge somebody? Like, how much of a loss do you have to take before you ask somebody for money? See, if That's, I'm offering to give somebody a ride home, I yeah. could never ask. After, especially afterwards, ask them for money. I think if it's one time, that's fine. But if it becomes a regular thing, like... No, but this, then, to me, sounds like it was a one-time thing. She drove charge. the friends home. She should never have charged. Yeah, but also you have to know exactly how far you went and how much gas your car uses in that. Like, that's a very specific number. But how far do you have to go? Like, what is your threshold? I'll start with you, Maury. What's your threshold more to where you would charge somebody for doing something that they may perceive as being out of the kindness of your heart. Do you, are you asking about like distance? No, anything, anything, anything. Like, I think something that takes over, I'd say something that takes over an hour. Right. Like if you were already going there, right? Like presumably this person was going in roughly the same direction. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? It wasn't out of Julia's way. No. To but we don't, this we guy don't, I mean, we don't, we don't know that. Well, I mean, uh, listen, I think that that may have been a part of what she said. You know, I think that she would have made it clear, hey, I drove 40 minutes out of my way to, to, to take you home. But that mm -hmm. wasn't it, right? Yeah. She was only asking for $2.47 for gas. Or the inconvenience. I don't know. Like, I almost Maybe. had to drive my granny home on the weekend. Gonna... And... <sighs> okay, hold on. Go ahead. And yeah. it would have been out of my way. Yeah. Yeah. So what have you just No, she, she wanted to stay five more minutes. So I used that as my excuse to just get like, oh, well, I'm going to go now just so I didn't have to drive. So granny how'd you home. get home? Oh, my God. Somebody else drove granny home. I, I oh was in God. no mood to drive out of my way on a Sunday. Wow. It's your grandmother, Maury. Wow. Oh, but it's everyone your at the granny. table's granny. So, <laughs> But you were the one leaving. <laughs> yes, and thank God she wanted to stay five more minutes. So you couldn't wait five minutes for your grandmother? 
No, I use that as a, I'm like, I didn't want to drive Granny home. Right, but what I'm saying is that, but you couldn't, Damn. like, nobody looked at you and went, well, just listen, man, Grant wants to stay for the next five minutes. More like hang out for the next five minutes, man, drive her home. Oh, I lied. I'm like, I really have to go pick up Matthew. Oh, my God. <gasps> you lied to your grandmother like what? that? No, lied to the whole family. And the whole family. Oh, man. Okay. That ain't right. I don't even know when the last time I charged somebody for something. I think, I like. I charged you. Yeah, but that no, was an that arrangement. Was a, yeah, yeah. That was an arrangement. That wasn't out of the kindness of your heart. I'm trying to remember the last time, like, even if, like, God, I'm trying to think, like, like, even if you're buying drinks for people, like, I don't, do you keep track of, like, you got this round, I got this, you know what I mean? Do you do that or I no? don't do that, no. You I don't. mean, Matthew's brother charged us to, for installing a light that we, I mean, we paid for the light, but right. he charged his time. Labor? Yeah, labor. But mm. that's what he does for a living, though, right? But again, it's Matthew's brother. Right. How much did he charge you? $40. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, and I gave him a beer. <laughs> did you charge him for the beer? No, yeah, did you charge him for the beer? The beer was out of the kindness of my oh, heart. Oh, and then you should, should, should have charged him for using the toilet, too, after the beer. <laughs> you might have come out of this whole thing even, right? Yeah. We should just charge each other for everything. Yeah, every single every thing. Every single thing we should yeah. charge each other for. So, I don't know. Like, this is uh, a, a unique situation. Maybe it's not. But like to ask someone who is like a friend of a friend, yeah. hey, Venmo me two forty seven. Right. Also, your roommate, Venmo me two forty seven. That ruins the entire the relationship for a while because anytime those but what people she hang care? out, no, she but anytime they they hang out or she's in the circle, it's gonna come up. Oh, don't you don't want to get a ride from them? They're gonna charge you gas. Or <laughs> Maureen, you have like these imaginary friends <laughs> no. who just do nothing but bicker. Like, do you think that it would ever come up? Like you, you think you think people get the next time they all get together? Oh, not her! Yeah, it's not her! <laughs> it's like Morgan's living with the Golden Girls. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I saw this video of uh, 21 pilots performing at a music festival in Romania, and right before they performed their song "Heathens," on the screen it was visuals for Stranger Things. And then the music for Stranger Things started playing and then clips from season four with like Vecna and all the kids in Stranger Things started playing, right? And the crowd was totally into it. I don't see what you're doing. You think I don't see everything. And on this video, you can see it on YouTube right now. It's the camera. The person holding the camera is walking through the crowd, like right in the middle of the crowd, walking towards the stage, and everyone's like kind of freaking out. And they finally get to the front of the stage, and 21 Pilots perform a remix version of Heathens with the Stranger Things music in the background, and it sounds like this. Pretty cool. Crowd is into it. But did you guys see that story? Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I don't mind that. It fits. Uh, did you guys read that story about Stranger Things and like people are noticing an edit that took place in an earlier season from season one that no. the Duffer Brothers removed? No. Who's going back and watching season one of Stranger Things? So because there's kind of so time? much time from season three to season four, yeah. right? 
And everyone's already watched season four, but a lot of people in preparation of season four went back to start watching from the very beginning, right. seasons one through three. And there was a scene from season one, episode two, where Jonathan, this is the scene right before Barb gets taken by the Demigorgon, oh, right? Okay, yeah. And Jonathan is hanging out outside of Nancy's house and like creepily in the woods taking pictures of Nancy in the bedroom. Yes. Right? Before her and Steve start making out and right. doing other stuff. So he's standing there, he's taking photos, and then there's a part where he lowers his camera, he's looking in the window, mm -hmm. she removes her shirt, she's just wearing a bra, and then he second guesses himself, like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this? Mm -hmm. But then he lifts the camera and starts taking pictures. Right. Which is why in an episode later, Steve approaches Jonathan at the school because he's got the pictures yes. to develop photos. It's like, yes. what the hell, you creep? Right. So people are noticing that now when you watch that episode, when Jonathan second guesses himself, they cut the part where he starts snapping pictures of Nancy with just her bra. Really? And it goes straight what? to him taking pictures of Barb right before the Demigorgon gets to her. Really? Yeah. So some people online were saying that part of the reason, or they assume part of the reason, was to make Jonathan appear more likable and sympathetic. Because later on, he'd become Nancy's boyfriend. Sure, but everybody evolves on that show. Totally. Right? Yeah. So they just, they, they took the creep part out of him, mm -hmm. right? Because they thought that it was a little bit too creepy. Yeah. So if you go back to season one, episode two yeah. of Stranger Things. I don't, God, I don't like that they can go back and edit things. You know, like it's not, I don't know. And even something like that, like it was so, like it, it, you can evolve. Like you can be sort of a creep who is in love with somebody and maybe you make a mistake. And that's that's really all sure. that, like, you know, you can, maybe that was, that's what it was, right? Like maybe he made a mistake and then learned from that mistake and then became a better person. And then we all sort of like came around to Jonathan. But like you can, you, you can't take out the, the, the flaws or those moments that they then learn from, yeah. right? So if you go back on Netflix, now apparently, obviously they can't, like, change it, but, like, the, right. I didn't even know that there were, like, DVD versions of Stranger Things out there, right. but on the DVD versions, you'll still find Who's the buying a DVD version of Stranger Things? I don't What the hell is the point of that? I don't Collectors know. Items, yeah, maybe, I guess. Like, if Stranger Things ever disappears off of Netflix, yeah. and you, you like, want to say that you have a copy of it, and then you have it on DVD. Like... I, I mean, I have stranger. I have DVD copies of Will and Grace. I yeah, mean, but that that isn't available to you like right now. Yeah, like, immediately, immediately, like everything. Like that is super. Who's buying DVD? What kind of hustle is that? Yeah, who's spending money on DVDs of Stranger Things? Maybe if it comes like a toy or something like that. I don't know. Sure. But uh, but no, I I say my vote is to keep Jonathan creepy. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, uh, so JoJo Siwa. Mm -hmm. Right. So I guess there's like a thing. I don't know. It's like a social media thing where they go like, hey, who's the um, uh, like the, the 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 nicest celeb you've ever met? Who's mm -hmm. the meanest celeb you've ever met? All that other stuff. Who's your celebrity crush? All this other stuff. Right. OK. And so Jojo Siwa does it. And she says Miley Cyrus is the nicest celebrity. Nice. Uh, Zendaya is the celebrity that she has a crush on. Mm hmm. But she said that uh, the rudest celebrity she ever met was Candace Cameron Bure. DJ from Full House? DJ from Full House. 
Why is she? The only thing I can maybe think of is that Jojo Siwa is like so just colorful and out there and gay. And Candace Cameron is like a super Christian, I guess. Right. Like maybe they didn't oh. click because of that. But she I, give I a reason don't or no, give I think a scenario? She, no, she just said she didn't give a reason. Right, Maury? No, she just no, said that she, she just, it was on TikTok in one of those ones where it's just like just listed and she held up her phone with a picture. Right. Oh. Right, 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 right. Yo, what's DJ have to say about it? I don't know. I don't, but I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you come back. Like, if Cam and it, Can- Candace Cameron, she responded with a quote from the Bible. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah, 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 yeah. What was the quote? Can you I find can find it, it for you, yeah, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Something. Yeah. So I, I'm guessing that that's what it was. I'm guessing oh. that JoJo C was JoJo C and Candace Cameron is Candace Cameron, and they just didn't gel because Candace Cameron is a super Christian, and then JoJo C is not. Yeah. But I feel like for JoJo Siwa, like, you would have to know that people are going to question, regardless of the celebrity that you said was the meanest, right? Yeah. Was it the meanest or? No, no, the the rudest. The the rudest, rudest, right? Like, you would have to know that people are going to now question. But I... That you should almost follow it up with, like... What yeah. happened? Well, no, I don't. I don't know if you do, but I think that I think that Candace Cameron is a uh, is a safe choice for JoJo Siwa because I don't think that there's going to be a lot of people who come to the defense because Candace Cameron herself is somewhat polarizing at times. And she's with, been with known her, to with say her, things with her views and everything yeah. else. Like, had JoJo Siwa said Julia Roberts, sure, right? You yeah. have to say why, yeah. Right, like you have to, and believe me, there's a lot of people in this world that would say Julia Roberts. Really? Um, yeah. Um, but you you would have to you would have to say why mm-hmm. if it was if it was Julia Roberts, right? You would have to say why if it was Sandra Bullock. By the way, a lot of people in this world would say Sandra Bullock. No, don't say um, that. Really, <laughs> Sandra Bullock? This congeniality. Um, yeah. See, for me, the, if I if somebody said who's the rudest oh. person you've ever met in that world? Yeah. Like. Like, without question. Terrence Howard. No, 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 no. no. Army Hammer. No, Your no, 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 no. We just didn't get along. Like, oh. I mean, he was rude. The, 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 By the, the way, Candace Cameron, she said, trust in the Lord forever for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Yeah, see, that's going to turn right. JoJo right around. Mm. Um, the rudest celeb that I've ever met, and, and I'm not the only one. There are people I know that, like, if you're if they're scheduled to do anything with this person on that day, they would rather like call in sick yeah. than have to do anything with them. Whether it is an interview, whether it is anything, anything, okay, who, like who, who, a charity who? event, you name it, yeah. Like universally, I think in that world, the the most difficult, rudest person that anybody has ever dealt with is, is without question Adam Levine. Maroon 5? Yeah. Get out of yeah, here. Without question. I've heard that. Without question. He seems like such a nice guy. Does he? Yes. In what world does Adam Levine seem like a nice guy? No, I no, don't no. know. Just things he that I've read. Is, I know people that have worked in this business for 35 years, and they are like, I'm not doing that guy. Adam Levine from yeah. Maroon 5. For me, yeah. it was 2 chains. No, that's just because you, you that was you, not him. him. Yeah. Well, he was rude. You. The question was, who's the rudest? That no, was but rude. you brought that on, though. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just waiting for my time. Right, and? Wish and I pe- never you, got my time. And right? you harassed and pestered him for you, a couple of hours. Yeah, because I was told, linger around and we'll find the time. Right, and then what did you ask him? <laughs> what is the why two chains? Right, exactly. Right, so you waited two hours to be like, why do you call yourself two chains? Right, out of it's curiosity. Gonna, right, it's gonna piss the guy off. You did that yeah. deliberately. You deliberately. But the one the time I met Adam Levine, yeah, the beginning of Maroon Five, he was super nice. No, 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 no
I'm trying to think who no, 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 was. No, no. I remember like a long time ago. Yeah. Steve O from Jackass. Right. Was he? But he was an addict though. But at the time he was. <laughs> right? yeah, 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 yeah. So at the time, and he was just like, yeah. He showed me. Super, he showed me his wiener. Super rude. But I will say. That's after on he film, got, by the way, everybody can see it on the movies. <laughs> after he he got clean, yeah, I talked to him again, yeah, and he had like released a book on his journey and stuff like that, yeah. And I I told him about the the first time we met, yeah. And he was genuinely apologetic. Oh no no for sure he was yeah. And I've had like whole new respect. The yeah. other person. What about the soap opera star we we got in trouble for making wait two minutes? No, Victor Newman. A, yeah, nah, I mean, he's he's I mean he's a jerk too, but yeah. I don't I don't know him well enough. I only know him from Lou yeah. Ferrigno, the Hulk. Oh the yeah, oh that's Hulk. right. Oh that's right. That's right. He was, he was in your town. Hero. He was in town for <sighs> like one of like these Comic Con type yeah. thing, fan expo, and yeah, we had him on the show yeah, yeah. to promote his signing. And then at the end of the interview in the hallway. I took out my Incredible Hulk DVD, and I was like, can you sign it? And he said, no. Yeah. Like, to my face, yeah. said, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but he gave a reason. And I was like, well, no, he didn't give a reason. Yes. He said, people are coming to pay for this. Yes. I'm not going to do it for free. Yeah. That's exactly what he yeah. said. So he came on the show to promote his signing, right? Like, we did a big thing with him to promote this stupid signing that he had. And at the end of it, all that promo that we gave him, you asked him to sign your DVD, and he said, no, not for free. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So had you pulled out 80 bucks, you would have got your autograph. Myself. That's all I think about now when I see I know, it ruins things, right? <laughs> yeah. It really does. It really ruins things, man. Yeah. Thanks, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Candace Cameron, um, oh my God, did this thing ever take off? So JoJo Siwa goes on TikTok and she's doing one of these TikTok trends where they're like, who's your celebrity crush? Who's your favorite celebrity? Who's the rudest celebrity? And it sort of writes it over top. And then Mm. she just grabbed her phone and turned her phone real quick when it said, who's the rudest celebrity you've ever met? Mm -hmm. And it was just a picture of Candace Cameron Bure, right? And that's all it was. And then people were like, oh my God. Candace Cameron, what's going on with this? And it was just like a thing. But of course, it's JoJo Siwa and it's TikTok. And so it catches fire. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Candace Cameron is like the villain of the of the of TikTok all day yesterday, right? Uh-huh. So she's now got to try and put out this fire because what the hell? What did well, you know what did I do to JoJo Siwa? So she gets on the phone with JoJo Siwa, and this is the story. <gasps> this is the story of why JoJo Siwa said that Candace Cameron was the rudest celebrity that she she's ever met and um so I was finally able to talk to Jojo this morning I called her and and um we had a great conversation and and she was like hey how you doing and I kind of said well I've been better um what happened and and she said ah you know I didn't think this was gonna go viral and they were gonna pick that up it was such a just a silly TikTok trend and I didn't think it was a big deal. And I said, well, it, it was a big deal. <laughs> but, but what what did I do to you? What did I do? Um, I said, because I only remember that we met at the Kelly Clarkson show and that went really great. And she goes, yeah, I know. It was great. And you're super nice and all of that. <laughs> okay. And she told me, she said, you know, I met you at the Fuller House premiere and I was 11 years old and we were all on the red carpet. And when I had, co- I had come up to you and I said, can I have a picture with you? And you said to me, not right now. And then proceeded to do what you were doing and take pictures with other people on the red carpet. And I was like, oh, 
Jojo, I'm I'm so sorry. And she's like, yeah, no, 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 you weren't even mean. And she goes, and I get it what? now as an adult, when you're on the red carpet and everything's happening and you're being pulled in different directions. But at that time I was 11 and I go, and I kind of broke your 11 year old heart. I didn't take a picture with you. And I was like, oh, I feel crummy. I feel, Jojo, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she was like, it's seriously not a big deal, but I do remember <laughs> that. And I said, okay, I said, but please know, especially as a mom, uh, it breaks my heart that I made you feel that way. Yeah. And so that was it. All good. Hold on a second, Jojo. <laughs> but what you're saying, the Candace Cameron Bure is not what you put out there right. on TikTok. Right. With no, with, with no, with context, it seems like it's you're it also actually nineteen now. Like, I know. Come on. And and you had met in in between then. Yes. Right. So much time had passed for y'all to clear it up. Yeah. Yeah. But they, she said that we were cool at the Kelly Clarkson show. Everything went well. She's like, yeah, I loved you. You were great. But so it what was the hell? like, I man, don't, I don't pick know. a different celeb. I don't, yeah, I don't like, know. We're supposed to be cool. So like, Candace Cameron's daughter put out a picture saying she's the nicest, like to sort of, I guess, I guess you have to, right? That's wild, though, huh? Poor Jojo Candace C- Cameron. Jojo Siwa. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jojo Siwa. So we heard from uh, Candace Cameron Briore yesterday. So Jojo Siwa went viral because she was doing a TikTok trend where they were like, who's your celebrity crush? Who's your celebrity this? And then they said, who's the rudest celebrity you've ever met? And she said, Candace Cameron. And Candace Cameron was like, yo, what? Mm -hmm. And then Candace Cameron did like a five minute video yesterday where she said that she had a conversation with Jojo Siwa. And this all stemmed from a red carpet meeting that they had when Jojo was super young. And now the paparazzi is coming caught up with Jojo to get her side of the story and see if it lines up with what Candace Cameron had said. Every single person in the world wants to know, what did she do? What did she do? Come on, come on. You know, I had a, I had a rough experience when I was little. I was 11 and I was a big, big fan and I wanted to take a picture with her and it wasn't a good time for her. I will say because I had a bad experience, that doesn't mean that she's an awful human. I think it just was a <laughs> uh, time wow. for her and a little 11 year old me was just so pumped up and so excited but Aww. but that doesn't mean she's the worst human ever just, who said that Yo. you know it was a rough experience for me yeah, yeah. okay hold on a second but Jojo see what you started this you started this right? you started this and now you're adding words that were never added before like the the question was like who's the rudest, right? Yeah, no one's not saying who's that. The worst. <laughs> who's the, the worst, worst human ever? Yeah, Candace Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're just making it worse, Jojo. Yeah, yeah. I now you're gonna have to have another call with Candace. <laughs> oh my God! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, there's a new movie out right now starring Jenny Slate, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Yeah, what's that about? It looks adorable. Her voice is absolutely cute. Yeah. In, in this movie. Um, I had no idea when I was reading up on Marcel the Shell. Yeah. The creation of Jenny Slate. Like she and her ex back in the day, back in 2010, mm-hmm. started making all these short videos and posting them online. Really? Yeah. Oh. So she created this thing oh. back in, in 2010. One way to do it. And it went viral and that's how they wanted to do this movie because what, there's such an outcry for it. What is more. Marcel and the Shell with shoes on more? Marcel the Shell, he's a little boy, seashell. Yeah. And I guess... Uh, all that's left in his family is his grandma. No, no, but he wants to know what he looks like. What is he? What is he? Oh, he's like a like a snail. 
Like no, a, he's like a, a shell, shell that's got one eye, one googly eye, oh. and, where and wears that shoes. Cargo comes out. Yeah. Here, this is what he looks like. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So, I gotcha. um, in the movie, <laughs> that's a bizarre looking thing. It's kind of looks weird, <laughs> yeah. but like when you hear his voice, yeah. he's super cute. Okay. okay. And in the movie, it, it's like a documentary style. So they're doing this documentary on Marcel the Shell, who then like. Uh, I guess wants to find like other like his family, sure. right? Yeah. Find out where he comes from. Isabella Rosalie, tell me about what's life like. It's pretty much common knowledge that it takes at least twenty shells to have a community. My cousin fell asleep in a pocket, and that's why I don't like the saying "everything comes out of the wash," because sometimes it doesn't, or sometimes it does, and they're just like a completely different person. So it's actually only two of us now: myself and my grandmother, Nana Connie. We like to watch 60 Minutes because Leslie Stahl is fearless. Nana, make the noise. <laughs> it's super, super cute. Uh, Marcel Shell with shoes on is in theaters right now. Roxy um, would love this, by yeah. the way. They made, like, after this thing went viral, they started, like, they had a hit on their hands because there was, like, all these books that started coming out. And, like, really, people yeah. were kind of clamoring a little bit more for, to do more with Marcel Shell with shoes on. So Jenny Slate then came out with the movie, who Damon Mori had a chance to sit down and talk to. Jenny Slate, congratulations. I have to say, Marcel, this is so much fun. The first obvious question, as much as the world is loving Marcel, a shell named Marcel wearing shoes. I need to know, were you a bit high, maybe smoking something when you created this character? <laughs> um, 12 years ago? I mean, I wouldn't rule it out. But um, I guess I can't, like, confirm or deny right now. Uh, definitely some cocktails went into it. That's for sure. Because when you see this, yeah. the way he looks and the way he walks around and some of the things that he's saying, right? Yeah. Now, you've said watching the movie back, you often cry. Why is that? Jeez, you know, I, I think it's because the emotions really live inside of it. I think, like, um, the things that we put in there... Um, you know, especially Marcel's grandmother, his, the, his relationship with his grandmother, those are things that I've either been through or are, are, am currently going through, you know, with people that I love and elderly people in my life or just kind of looking out into the world and seeing what, what touches your heart. And, um, and I think that, you know, the movie is, um, is made with, uh, with a lot of love. Another voice in the movie, you remember that show you're talking to us about, the rehearsal? Mm-hmm. Nathan Fielder? Mm-hmm. So he voices one of the characters. Oh, does he? He's in got a this weird movie, voice, that guy too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is David Moore talking to Jenny Slate about her new movie, uh, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. You must love all of the love for this film. It is a, a thrill, and while I I like what we made, um, it is surprising in a way, just to because we it took seven years to make the movie, so it just like felt so private for so long. Um, so it, it is always like, I have to remind myself like, oh yeah, people are actually seeing this movie. It's not just something that we did for ourselves, you know, <laughs> for like a long time. And so it's, it's very, very, it's stunning. It feels really, really good. That is uh, Jenny Aww. Slate for her new movie, Marcel the Shell with shoes on, which is in theaters right now. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Lindsay, welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What's on your mind? Should I reach out to my niece after many years after finding her on Facebook? 
Oof. You wrote us this. Uh, Razamo could fix my life. 23 years ago, my oldest brother had a daughter with his partner at the time, and the relationship did not last long, and it ended messy. And the last time we saw her, your niece, she was three years old. There's been no communication with her or anyone involved with her for the past 20 years. And my mom has recently found her on Facebook. I want to reach out, but I don't know what I should say or even if I should. She is my only niece and I'd love to know her. Uh, So your brother has no contact with her? My brother also has no contact with her. He's not mentally well, unfortunately. So Mm -hmm. he... Not to make excuses, but he just he wasn't able to be a father at all. He's not capable of it. So, I mean, he tried his best for the first three years, and then you know everything sort of went went away. So, does does he have thoughts of having his daughter in his life at all, or no? I think every single day. I think <laughs> part of his major depression is that he failed in that and has never had a relationship with her. Right. So after your mom um, found your niece on Facebook, like did your mom reach out at all? No one has reached out. No. So you have to, you have to know, okay, this isn't about you reaching out and introducing you as the aunt to a 23 year old. This is you reuniting a 23 year old with her father, because that's the only way this ends. I, I don't even, I think my intent is not even to, to reunite there, her with her but, dad. But there, but there is no, there's no other way this ends. Because you don't know if your niece is going to start asking questions and then maybe, not pressuring, but like, you know, really wanting to so, meet her father, right? You, you may open up like a whole can of worms that you're not prepared but, to, to, to but, deal with. But what happens when your brother finds out you're talking to her? Yeah, yeah. I think I really hadn't even thought that far. I think you have I just... to think about everything. You ha- first of all, you have to you have to make your intentions clear as to why you are reaching out now, right? And yeah. then and then you have to think of the consequences for reaching out. What's right. the what's the best thing that can come from this? What's the worst thing that can come from this? Yeah, I don't know who she lives with, or I don't know who she knows. Um, I, I I would, if I were you, the 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 sort of best way to do this would maybe get a hold of her mom. Yeah. Okay, and I would I wouldn't reach out to the to the to the niece. I would maybe reach out to her mom and say, "Hey, listen, found her, found you guys on Facebook. Would love to get to know my niece. I understand it's complicated. You guys haven't had a relationship with my brother in years, and there's obviously a reason for that. Just so you know, here here's how he's doing now, um, because obviously the mom does not want that daughter to have a relationship with her with the dad with your brother. That's fair to assume. Yeah. So so what you're doing then is is you're sort of going against those wishes. I was going to say, after hearing what you said about your brother earlier in this conversation, I would just stay away from everything. Because okay. it doesn't sound like your brother is prepared for all of this. Yeah, I wouldn't even know how he would feel on all of this, right? He doesn't exactly. know we even found her on Facebook. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. You don't want to you know, potentially ruin a, a relationship that you and your mom have with your brother. Right. And if your brother isn't well... Okay, and he sees this as like his sort of, you know, one of the the, the things that causes his, you know, depression and his his failures and all this stuff. If you reach out, okay, if you reach out and they say, hey, listen, thanks for reaching out. But there's one thing you cannot do. You cannot tell him that you found her. Yeah. So then what happens? You're going to you're going to look at your brother in the state that he's in and you're going to continue to lie to him. I I would never want to do that. No, absolutely not. So so what's your so what's the other what's the alternative then? I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think I just, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I didn't even want to think about it as doing a favor for her. I think I just um, wanted to, you know, just generally make contact and say, sure. here I am. You know, if you want to reach out, here's my number, or here's my email, or whatever. Yeah, and but then you have to be prepared for all the questions that may come from her. And that's fine. And that's fine. And and if you are prepared, you know, you can totally do that. But I think that the I, I think that if you wanted to do this the right way, because obviously there's a reason that that your niece's mom has kept her away from your family, right? There's yeah, a re- there's yeah. a reason for it. And you yeah. you just may not know the reason, but there's definitely a reason. Twenty years they haven't reached out. Okay. They're not going to. So I think that if you're going to do this right reach out to her mom okay does that help Lindsay? yes it does thank you right. awesome yeah. lots to think about thank you so much for uh listening to the Roz and mocha show you're welcome Roz and mocha's fix my life on kiss hello there sean desmond it's Roz and mocha <laughs> yes boys Yo! how dare you keep this secret from us we're supposed to be family over here listen guys you know when when Drizzy says don't say nothing, you can't say nothing, bro. Okay, hold on. Sean Desmond on the Raza Moga show. It was announced yesterday, and, like, the entire country is going bonkers <laughs> over this. We all know OVO World Weekend is happening this long weekend in Toronto. And uh, when when Drake originally announced it, he had on the schedule for Thursday all Canadian North Stars, right? A big concert yes. happening, but didn't announce any of the the artists. So there was a lot of speculation out there. And then yesterday released the uh, the lineup. So you have you, Sean Desmond, on the bill. <laughs> Maestro's there. The Rascals from Van City are there. Uh, Cardinal Vichal, friend of the show, is on there. Julie Black is on there. Keisha Shante, who yeah. is now correspondent for ET Canada, is on there. Yeah. Sean Claire is on there, a guy that I went to high school with. Like, this is incredible. What a friggin' lineup, dude. Tell us, how did all this come together? Um, did Drake reach out to you know, personally? I just want to know why Roz is not on there. I know, right? Should be. <laughs> I ought to be. On Canadian North Star. <laughs> I ought to be. You gotta write a page from your upcoming book. I know. I, uh, I, I should. I should. Also, that is a very, like, all Canadian, all Canadian North Stars. That's like, to me, that's a very, um, uh, like, high-top runner, jean jacket kind of crowd, right? You know what I mean? For me? High-top <laughs> <laughs> runner, jean jacket. I love you it. Know? So, okay, by the way, uh, tickets on sale today at noon through yes. Ticketmaster.ca. So, uh, back to my original question. How did this come about? Did Drake reach out to you directly, Sean? So, Drake, re- Drake reached out to Scratch, who's another friend of mine, really, really, really good friend of mine, and was like, yo, can you ask Sean if he wants to do the show? And so he hit me up, and I was like, ah, I got to think about it. I'm not sure. Uh, I might be busy that <laughs> night. Okay. Um, honestly, like, I've had great interactions with Drake and uh, seems like a really, really good dude. And I was honored, man. And it's like the way he's positioning it, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, saying that, you know, artists like us on the bill have paved the way for everybody. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, like, I, I'm, you guys know me. I'm just a, a guy that loves to make music, normal dude. But like that feels good. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't even lie. You know what I mean. So I'm super pumped to get back into it, and uh, it's it's going to be a great night. Have you uh, come up with the 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 lineup of songs already? <laughs> Do you know what you're performing? Can you tell us? Like, give us a, Everybody a, a rundown. Me. I have no idea what I'm doing yet. Honestly. You don't know but yet. Like, Dog, we're two days like, away from the show. I know, but I feel like it's going to be like a mixed crowd. So it'll probably be a mix of some classic stuff with some newer stuff. Um, just a little bit of something for everybody. But yeah, everybody's asking me, what are you going to do? And everybody's giving me suggestions. I'm like, 
It's just about just keep your suggestions to yourself. Let me deal with that. Right? <laughs> I'm the professional. I got enough stress. I don't need to deal with yours. Uh, have you have you chatted with any of the other artists on uh, on the bill as well? Have you guys um, all talked about this 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 concert and like what it means for not only the city but for the country? Well, now we're everybody's hitting each other up on Instagram and whatnot because before, literally last night at nine o'clock, I had no idea who else was doing the show. So idea. like. Mm. No idea. No idea. So um, now we're all hitting up each other and like, yeah, this is a great look for the city, blah, blah. We got to represent, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm excited to see everybody. It's going to be a great night. History, Thursday night. Y'all got to come out. It's going to be amazing. Um, and Frig, man, it's, it's just going to be awesome. I'm just happy. The stage is my home, man. The stage is where I live, where I'm most comfortable. So I just want to be up there, man. Have you reached out to anybody on that list yet to um, do a collab on stage? Well, I'm, I'm sure. Well, Roz, you must know. Back in the day, we had Movie Star Part Two with the Rascals. So I hit up Red One. And I was right. like, Yo, we got we got to do a little snippet of that, bro. So we're working we're working on that. And what about you and Cardi? Because I know you guys did the uh, Red Hair remix back in the day. Oh my God, dude! I forgot about that. <laughs> oh come on, man! Are you serious, Jeez, Louise? Thank you, thank you, Mocha. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. So if Something you perform, else I gotta work on now. If you perform that on stage, I expect a shout out as a reminder that you actually have a song 100%. with Cardinal Official. Jesus uh, Murphy. This is uh, incredible. Again, uh, OVO World Weekend kicks off Thursday night at History. Tickets on sale today at noon through Ticketmaster.ca. Sean Desmond, Keisha Shante, Chaos, Maestro, Rascals, uh, Socrates, Cardinal Vichel, Julie Black, In Essence, Glenn Lewis, Frank and Dake, Shaw Claire. This is such an incredible lineup uh, and wow. uh, cannot wait to, uh, to see what comes of it, man. Congratulations, Thank bro. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much, guys. You know I got so much love for you. Tell Shem and Maury I said, what up? <laughs> Absolutely. Shem Desmond, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yeah, 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 there yeah. Take care, bro. Thanks for chatting. All right, guys. Peace out. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello? Cardinal Official. It's your boys, Roz and Mocha. Oh, oh. <laughs> I know. Listen, listen. I understand you saving your voice because you have quite... Me, me, me. A few me, me, busy me. days ahead of you. Uh, welcome back to the Razamoga Show, man. How, how you doing? I am good. This is probably the first time that I'm on y'all show, and I'm not like super hype. Well, like, that's that's what I'm hope. saying. Like you, I almost feel like we or I yeah. have to lower my voice to match with yours right now because you and I together we're kind of on the same level all the time of loudness and hypeness. Well, here's here's the thing. Um, you can definitely feel special this morning because you guys are the first people that I'm talking to today at all. So oh. the first words I'm saying are right now. So oh. there you go. Well, we are quite honored to have you uh, have you back on the show. Before we get to October World Weekend, which kicks off tomorrow, the uh, the All Canadian North Stars inside of history, I got to talk to you about the event that you're throwing tonight, um, Free yes, the City. Sir. So here's where it came from. So this is actually Free the City Part 2. We call, we're calling it the Caravana Edition. Around this time last year, like, we had been locked up so, so, so long. And, you know, it's one of those play on words, you know what I'm saying, because it is free of charge. But it's also, you know, uh, uh, the ability for people to kind of just free up all the good energy. And I just felt like having something to where, you know, you could have people that are coming out of that lockdown 
just, you know, just free up. That's what Jamaicans call it anyway. We say we just free up, you know what I mean? Like we go out and we have an amazing time. So that's where the whole concept from Free the City came from last year. And to be honest, when we did it um, last year, we still had to have um, events kind of in the the drive-in setting because we still weren't able to even be amongst each other, you know what I mean? But last year was amazing. Um, I think we had like uh, 30 performers and DJs, um, and it was just just incredible. You know what I'm saying? I remember I put the tickets on sale at at 4:16 p.m. to represent, um, you know, the area code of 416, and it sold out in two minutes. So mm-hmm. last year was was really incredible, and I just wanted to do something again for the city um, this year. Uh, Free the city caravan edition tonight. Uh, 668 King Street West is the address. Yeah. Now I got to talk about what's happening at History tomorrow night. All Canadian North Stars. How did you get involved in this? Did Drake reach out to you directly? Did you know about the other artists who are going to be on the bill? Yeah, so I mean, listen, honestly, shout out to um, DJ Charlie B. Um, Charlie hit me up a couple weeks ago. I don't even know if I'm supposed to listen. When Drake does this thing, I'm not even. I don't even know if I'm supposed to be giving you guys this kind of info. If I'm being completely honest, nah, but we're all family. Because, go ahead, go ahead. Well, that's what I was gonna say because you guys are my guys anyway. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Um, no, they reached out and you know they said, listen, Cardi, we're doing this thing. Here's the idea that I have. You know, we want to have all of my favorite Canadian artists that I grew up on. Like, we want to have you guys rock. And, you know, here's the thing about Drake that people don't know. Drake is a super fan when it comes to hip-hop and music in general. Drake is a real super fan. And starting from scratch, had an event a few months ago where it had um, a few of the performers that you're going to see on Thursday. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yo, I really want to do it up big. And he was like, Cardi, I would really love for you, you know, to headline and at first I was like, because, huh. you know, here's the thing, um, and it's no disrespect to anybody, but because I'm still doing shows around the world and, you know, doing what I do, I'm kind of I'm kind of hesitant because I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to be, you know, that random, you know, the random, the throwback artist where they're like, here's the 2000s tour going on with blah, 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 and blah, right. blah, blah. Like, you know, I mean, it's not really my thing, but here's the thing. Um, you know, I've known Drake for a long time and, you know, it was to me, the most important part, it was, uh, an honor to even be selected amongst those people that are, um, that are going to be performing. Cause the reality is there's so many others also, you know what I'm saying? But you can't, you know, obviously you just can't have like three dozen people perform, you know, at one night. So it was an honor to be there, I, I guess. May, maybe, who knows, maybe it's the inaugural one. Maybe he'll have a similar kind of thing, um, you know, next year when it comes um, down to OVO Fest. But, yeah, you know, he, he they did reach out. And, um, you know, I, I absolutely accepted and said it would, it would be my honor. So what I get from this is that you wouldn't have done it if you weren't headlining. <laughs> I mean, that's what you would. <laughs> uh, well, we cannot wait. Uh, listen, tickets went on sale uh, at Ticketmaster yesterday at noon. And I don't know if you know this, Roz, but the show completely sold out. That's like, incredible. immediately. So- well, wait a minute, Roz. Roz, that, that's the second part is if it didn't sell out within 10 minutes, I definitely would have done it either. So. <laughs> Yo, X my name off that flyer. 
Cannot wait for this. All Canadian North Stars kicking off October World Weekend tomorrow at History. Cardi, Sean Desmond, Socrates, Rascals, Maestro, Chaos, Keisha Shante, Julie Black, In Essence, Glenn Lewis, Frank and Dank, Shot Claire. And we know each and every single one of you all have songs with each other as well in some capacity. So we know that stage is just going to be fire from start to finish. Cardi, we love you so much. And thank you for always making time uh, for us on the Raza Mocha Show. You know, you always got our support, bro. Absolutely. And now to make my first airport run. So, oh no, you guys, oh no, you guys, you guys, you guys are my alarm clock. So Yo, Cardi, are you Uber for all of those artists who are coming into town this weekend? Is that your... I am. Uh, there, you know what? There's there, you guys will be calling me back because there there is some big news that I'll be announcing in the next little bit. But no, I have some friends coming in from from the what do they call it? The good old United States of America. So okay, okay. Gotta, gotta go pick up my friends from America. All, all right, right, Cardi, love you, bro. Thank you so much, man. Peace, boys. Have a good day, yo. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So we know that uh, Drake's OVO Fest is taking over the city, taking over Toronto this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, he's got the Young Money reunion with Lil Wayne and Nicki Minaj. And if you know anything about Drake's OVO concerts over the past 10 years, he's known for surprising everyone with special guests right i'm trying to say something in the past monday monday oh sorry on monday uh what did i say monday oh um in the past you know we've known he's like surprised people with little wayne and and Nicki minaj he's had snoop dogg come out diddy and mace perform he's had um kanye come out i don't know guys i have a feeling Mm -hmm. And this is based on nothing on more than nothing. N- absolutely nothing. Careful, okay. don't get your hopes up. I know. Are you even going? You're not even going. I'm not going. Oh, okay. So whatever. See <laughs> <laughs> so what you gotta say. I have a feeling because OVO hasn't happened in two years. Yeah. Drake is gonna make like try to make the biggest news. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling he's gonna bring out Rihanna. Not a chance. Not a chance. Don't do that. Zero chance. I think Rihanna's gonna show up. You think zero. so? Yeah. I say zero chance. Really? Yeah. Why? Zero. Only because she's been out and about recently with ASAP Rocky yeah. after having their kid. Yeah. Right? And I feel like if you're gonna make news, it's gonna be with but Rihanna. But she may not want no. to make the news. She wants to be with her child. No, she doesn't. Uh, Rihanna does not need OVO to no, make no, no, news. No, 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 no. I don't think she needs it. It would just be like a moment, a newsmaking moment. Not that she wants to, yeah. right? But, but a newsmaking moment for Drake, no. not her. But are, are you are you assuming, though? You, I think that you have to assume that the relationship between Drake and Rihanna is what it was. I think they are friendly, like curt- maybe courteous is the yeah. right word to use right and thinking about what it would mean for not necessarily headlines but for music right like, yeah it would get people talking mm-hmm. but it would just be an exciting moment no. to have rihanna on stage yeah i don't think that there's a chance in hell that that happens no no isn't it it's no. at the amphitheater right yeah that's uh, not a big enough stage bud stage it's not, the, yeah. it's not the big enough stage for her i don't think it's a big enough Damn, moment for her some haters right? i don't think it's a big enough moment no, eh? No, mm. no, no. Being a feature on a on 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 OVO is nah. I don't think it's I for having like had she, if she had if there were rumors that Rihanna had something going on musically, mm-hmm. even a whiff of something that she had going on musically. 
a picture, a picture so, of her. But what is she going to do? That's why I think it's so perfect. But what's she going to do, though? What do you she's mean? She's go, got a catalog of music she, that she can perform. Listen, Rihanna is not a nostalgia act. Rihanna is not going to go out there and do Umbrella. She's going to fly all the way here no, to do that? No, no, but she'll, play, she'll perform the hit she has with Drake. Yeah, no. she's got like six songs no. the, or four songs with the guy? No, no chance. No. If she was going to do something, it would be the Grammys. If they were, like, I could understand if they were still super tight, mm-hmm. right? Like, like if they were super tight, I'd be like, ah, you know what? I have two years pandemic, like big stage, big show, big news, everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. But I think that the only way this happens is that the relationship has to be there. Yeah. Otherwise, it seems like you're doing somebody a favor. And I don't think Rihanna's in the business of showing up at OVO. I don't when it's know, an man. Inconvenience. When at one point, when the, the maybe you're right. I don't year, know. The I don't year know. that Kanye showed up, right? Like yeah. nobody expected it. The year that Kanye showed up. Drake and Kanye were still having a little bit of a back and forth, which why, which is what made that such a big moment because people were like, what the hell? Like these guys are are still kind of going back and forth at each other and there's some sort of a of a beef happening and Kanye still flies in and does a set. The but difference, the difference hold on a sec, Maury, hold on a sec. Yeah, the, the difference at that time was Kanye was still very much into attention. Yeah. Right? Rihanna is not right now. Rihanna has, has, there's no evidence to say that Rihanna is dying to, to go on a stage or have an audience. The only time right she's now. ever showed up at anything recently was for her beauty line. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. She Maybe showed, it's just me being hopeful. Okay, but if she did show up, would she like bring her child with her and leave oh, the child geez. at Drake's house for somebody to like babysit? No. She's flying in, doing a set, and then flying home. Yeah. No, right? I, I would like to say that because it would be cool. It would be a cool moment, but I can't see in any world. She just hasn't displayed any desire to yeah. be in that world yeah. at all. Did we change your mind? At all. No, not been, at all. There have been plenty of sort of, you know, you like, my God, you don't think that they've asked Rihanna every single year since her last album to be part of the Super Bowl halftime show? Oh, yeah, for sure. Of or course the they have. Or the or Grammys. MTV awards, yes. anything like that. As, you know, televised. Yeah. Like, we're, like, no, it's. I don't know. I think maybe it's just me she's being just hopeful. shown I look at the no history, desire. The history of that concert and the 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 level of stardom that have come through, yeah. like Eminem's come through, yeah. Jay Z's come through. Yeah, um, maybe you you're, and maybe you're right. And if you're right, and I listen, I you know I have I'm basing this on nothing other than you know I see no evidence of Rihanna wanting to be back into that world, which is why I think it's so perfect. Yeah, like she hasn't posted on Instagram since May. Yeah. Okay. God yeah. damn it, Maury. Yeah, yeah. We get it. You hate Rihanna. You don't want to see her. No, not at all. I just don't think she's every single here. thing you're saying yeah, is like, yeah. no, no, fighting no, no, me on this. No, no. Well, no, because no. Listen, I, I, I think that I think that you want to see it happen because you want to see it happen. Yeah. I don't think you think it's going to happen. That's that's deep. Do you know what I mean? I really want it to happen. You really want it to. Of course. Yeah. I really want it to. Do I think it's going to? No. But you're not even going, Mocha. So, honestly, Maury. Yeah. Like, yeah. Also, I don't think Rihanna is going to want the footage of her back on stage for the first time in forever to be um, cell phone from fans. And like a couple thousand people? Yeah. I, I think that it would be, it would be this, this, you would be TV. Mm. Right or a special or something. I don't think that it, Super I don't Bowl think it, moment, uh, like yeah. you mentioned, or that Grammy yeah. or, moment, or uh, or a prime video special. Yeah, right. I don't think it's oh, I don't think it's OVO with fans shooting it on their cell phone and and posting it on TikTok. I don't think that that's the return she wants. I could yeah. be wrong though. <laughs> 
That could be wrong. Y'all aren't selling this show to Brianna <laughs> very well. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, Mocha. Yeah, man. <laughs> Are you ready? Of course. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, according to TMZ, a judge has dismissed the temporary restraining order against Ricky Martin after his 21-year-old nephew withdrew his claims against Ricky. If you remember, the story was last week that Ricky Martin's young nephew accused him of like incest and abuse and all this stuff. Um, the restraining order had been put in place when the nephew had alleged sexual assault. And then at the time, Ricky Martin had vehemently denied all the allegations, including the any sort of relationship. And it was his brother's kid, right? Yeah. And then his Ricky's lawyers say the request came from the accuser asking to dismiss the case. This was never anything more than a troubled individual making false allegations with absolutely nothing to substantiate them. We are glad that our client saw justice done and can now move forward with his life and career. And we talked about this last week, which was all those headlines. Everybody ran the headline. Ricky Martin being accused of incest by nephew could Mm -hmm. face up to 50 years in prison. And at the time, the conversation that we had was that is such a misleading and over the line way of describing that situation because it was a baseless allegation. It wasn't a baseless allegation, but they made it sound like Ricky Martin had already been arrested. Mm -hmm. They made it sound like that there was this mountain of evidence. When you put in the headline, Ricky Martin accused could face up to 50 years with there's there was no, no facts. there was no facts about yeah. anything other than an allegation like i don't even there was a restraining order but i don't even know if there was a police report filed mm-hmm. and at the time ricky martin had said that his nephew needed help and so now we get to the bottom of it and that was every single person who wrote the headline you know ricky martin accused of this could face you know 50 years in prison is like you can't just jump to that you have to be like, well, says who? Yeah, based, like, based on these on facts. What? Right. Because it was just so easily dismissed, and now they're like, oh yeah, never mind. None mm-hmm. of that. Ah, no, not a big deal. But that's a crazy thing to. Yeah. It's because one big news outlet reported Every it. Every news and then, outlet. No, but what I'm saying, it started with one, and then everyone else was like, oh, this is the story. But no, but uh, and but, without doing any type of research. But that's that should never be the headline, though. No, like, I know. that should never that should never be the the headline, uh, especially for something like that where you you know you're, you're you're talking about incest and abuse and all this yeah. stuff. So anyway, so it's looking like it's over for Ricky Martin, but uh, it will never be over for Ricky Martin. That will that sort of accusation will follow him around for years. Mm. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, this is wild, man. Um, so the. The story of what you need to be able to buy a house in Canada, how much money you need to make. Oh, God. So within the past four months, the average yearly income needed to buy a home on a fixed mortgage with 20% down has climbed $18,000. So the threshold required to pass the government-mandated mortgage stress test has also been risen, um, making homeownership even less attainable for a lot of Canadians. So the stress test is when you go to apply for a mortgage Mm -hmm. with a sort of federally regulated mortgage lender, the banks and whatnot, Um, They don't base what you can qualify for on the current mortgage rate. They up it, Mm -hmm. meaning so if it is, say, like 5.2, they don't qualify you for 5.2. They do a stress test and they say if it's 5.2 now, but if it goes up to 5.6, could you still afford it? So they... They approve you for a higher mortgage rate than what the current mortgage rate Mm. is. And so what they've learned now is that in Vancouver, 
would-be home buyers must make a minimum of $232,000 a year to be able to pass the stress test to buy a home in Vancouver. If you live in Toronto, home buyers need to be able to uh, they need to pull in $226,000 a year, which is an additional uh, $16,000 a year than it was four months ago. That's ridiculous. Right? That's crazy. That's a lot of money. I know. That I feel is bad a, for people trying to... No, I know. I agree. Trying to save for their first home. Oh, and, but this isn't just people trying to save for their first home. This is even if you have to refinance oh, yeah, your home. yeah, even if you have to refinance, sure. This could be your fourth home, and yeah. you still have to qualify for that and do the, uh, and do the stress Terrible. test. Terrible. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Ryan Gosling's still talking. Uh, Ryan Gosling's trying to out there promote his movie, um, Gray Man, mm-hmm. right? Like, he's just trying to do his best. But the only thing anybody wants to talk to Ryan Gosling about is the Barbie movie. And playing Ken. And he was on Fallon last night. And even on Fallon last night, Fallon's like, hey, listen, I know you want to talk about Gray Man, but we got to talk about Netflix today, by the way. Yeah. Is it really? Is that what it's (laughs) on? I think it's Gray Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know. He's been doing press for this movie for two weeks. I I didn't even know when it debuted. The mistake is that they released the photo. They should never release the photo until after Gray Man came out. Well, I mean, it's not the same company and they don't care. So if I'm making Barbie and I'm like, wait a second. Ryan Gosling and I. I know, but if I'm making Barbie and I'm like, Ryan Gosling has to go in three months to, to promote this giant Netflix movie, of course I'm going to release pictures of him as Ken. So the only thing anybody asks him about is the Barbie movie. I know, but they, they just did him so dirty. They did. They did. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. Here's Ryan talking about uh, shirtless Ken. I want to ask you about this photo okay. I saw. I just want to ask you questions about it. I saw it. Okay. Yeah. It broke. It officially broke the internet. Well, you know, the Internet's been trying to break me for years. <laughs> yeah. So it, it gave got me you, no yeah. other choice. Uh, you were Ken in the new Barbie movie, uh, and this is, uh, this is fantastic. Were you, were you surprised by the great reaction this photo got? I was uh, surprised how, you know, some people were kind of clutching their pearls about my Ken as though they ever thought about Ken for a second. <laughs> yeah, you feel like he's an underappreciated, underappreciated character, Ken. They never played with Ken. Nobody plays with Ken, man. You don't really play with Ken. Did you much. play with Ken? Um, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He was available. And yet... He stayed in the toy box. He's an, he's an accessory. My, my, um, my grandmother bought me uh, a Ken. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Which, which I, I only just remembered that now. But the Ken she got me, there was a real weird Ken back in the day. Okay. So the Ken that my grandmother got me wasn't like blonde Ken. It was brown-haired Ken. And the, and, and the Ken that I got was the Ken that shaved... So if you put, so if you put water, so Ken came with a beard, yeah, like a brown, like it was just like the skin was brown, yeah, right, and then it came with a little razor, and if you got the face wet, the beard would go away. So you would sit there and shave Ken's face. Is this it? I found it on Amazon. Someone's selling it for two hundred bucks. Yeah, uh, yeah, but mine was a little bit my yeah my yeah very much very similar and he had real hair not plastic hair but yeah oh, wow. you shave so she got me a doll that I would just like sit there and shave <laughs> right like that's how you played with it is you would just give him a, give him a nice shave it was the weirdest it was the clean weirdest cut. toy make him clean cut yeah but then how does the, gr- the beard grow back it, as soon as his face dries it uh, it grows oh. it grows back like it was one of those things where you know like sometimes you know like you can get a coffee mug where like there's a lady on it and you put hot water in it and then her clothes disappear <laughs> right it's that same it's that same technology the, the, that they the, used back in the, the 70s on this uh, the box on the cover yeah. of the box it says shave Ken for his big date with Barbie yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I got. I got the Shave Me Ken doll. But then as soon as he, it dries, oh, by the time he goes on his date with Barbie. I know. I know. And then and my friends would come over and they'd be like, what is that? I'd be like, yeah, it's, a, it's a doll that you, you shave. And they'd be like, how does that work? And I would just spit in his face, right? And rub <laughs> it all around because it was the same thing. You didn't have to actually shave Ken is what I realized very quickly, very early on, is that you could get the same you could get the same effect from the from the shave me Ken doll if you just horked oh, no. his face and rubbed it in with your thumb. And now it's ready for his big day with Barbie. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, so that new book about Harry and Meghan that came out by uh, Tom Bauer. Mm. So the book is called Revenge, Meghan, Harry, and the War Between the Windsors. That's a long title. Um, I know. Where they, they, he is uh, alleging that Meghan and Harry were, quote, addicted to reading stories about themselves in the press. He writes, every night they scoured the internet to read the newspaper they. reports and the trolls' postings on social media. Then it gets interesting because Bauer also claims that Harry's instability fed Meghan's fears that friends were leaking stories to the media. In particular, she suspected Victoria Beckham. It goes on to say that Harry called David Beckham to accuse them of leaking to the press and then outraged David Beckham's uh, uh, denials wound up damaging their friendship. So he is alleging Damn. that uh, Megan and Harry are no longer friends with the Beckhams because Megan and Harry accused the Beckhams of leaking stories to the press. So you think press. like every night they were just Googling That's Meghan what he Markle. says. That's what he says. I mean, who hasn't? And Prince Harry. <laughs> who has what? You sit who around all night and Google themselves. Oh, you Google yourself. You don't sit around Googling Meghan Markle. No. Oh, what do you No, Googling? but every night? No, I'm just saying who hasn't Googled themselves to see what's out there. But there's, there's never anything new with you, though, right? Not that I'm, no, not What do you search? I just type in Maury Sherman. Yeah. Aren't there a lot of Maury Shermans? What do you find? Um, what's on there? Well, the top thing that pops up is Maury's Twitter, which I don't follow. Yep, I know that. <laughs> um, the second <laughs> so thing is Maury's hurtful. Instagram, which I also don't follow. So, oh. So hurtful. The third one is Damn It Maury's LinkedIn. LinkedIn? Yeah, we talked about this, Maury. Uh, the fourth one is Maury's IMDb. <laughs> IMDb, what's on his IMDb? What do you got on your IMDb? Oh, My I acting. guess all your all your all your guest appearances and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah, you might not. There's, 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 there's people with uh, less on their IMDb than Damon Maury has. Murdoch sure. Mysteries, and then there's news stories. Yeah. Uh, the do you have Do you have any of those things like I do? Like where how much money you make? I'm on oh, all. I'm on. on all those sites. Let's see here. Maury Net Sherman, net worth. Those sites are ridiculous, there man. We go. Uh, hold on, don't say anything. Okay, <laughs> obviously these are these are built by people who do not listen to the show because if it says anything over negative three hundred, five hundred thousand, five hundred thousand. Oh, no, I just no, I see one point one million. Please, please. <laughs> you need new glasses. Which I, is not true. No, it's not true. Oh, hold on, let me see where you go down to like um, relationship status. Oh yeah, what does Where's it say? That? Um. <laughs> I thought oh, you Googled, only has... I thought you googled yourself all the time, Maury. Yeah, but where are you seeing that? How deep do you go? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Is that on there? <laughs> What's Sam Maury worth? Who's he married? How deep does he go? <laughs> it's X out. It's yeah? Okay. <laughs> no, how deep do you go when you Google yourself though? Like are you going like No, I just see the, see the top stuff. Like you just click on the top tab news, right? And oh, you'll just see if there's anything there. Oh, oh, I know. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm gonna try and do right now? Do we have two seconds? Yeah. I'm gonna see what the difference is. Because you're on, you're Googling Maury, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to duck, duck, go Maury. What's that? What's that? That's a, it's a different search engine. 
You never huh? use DuckDuckGo? No. Yeah, it doesn't track. It doesn't anything else. And, and it doesn't give you Google's curated... Um, oh. nonsense. So if ever How I'm looking if, if, if ever I'm looking now. if ever I'm looking for something that I know is a story, but yeah. Google is like pushing it way down to the bottom, uh-huh. I'll go on DuckDuckGo and it'll be right at the very top. And I'll find it I'll find it instantly. What are you what are we looking for? Maury Sherman uh, net worth? Yeah. Oh, I just typed in Maury Sherman and there's an obituary. Okay. So on DuckDuckGo, Maury Sherman's uh, IMDB is number one oh. above uh, his even his LinkedIn. Oh, yeah, the obituary, 2010 Chicago Tribune. R.I.P. Maury. Sorry, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no one told me. I'm still here. <laughs> oh, Hello Magazine on the front page. Mm-hmm. Maury Sherman and husband. Hold on here. Maury Sherman and husband Matthew Almeida open up about their relationship, how that famous Mariah Carey proposal happened, and much more. You read this once on the air because Matthew, like, Matthew corrected it all and it was, like, written all, like, PR. But this, was this really in 2021 that this came out? Yeah, last Pride. Really? Oh, right, it was a Pride thing. I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. You know there's somebody out there named Maurice Sherman? No, come (laughs) on, really? Maurice Sherman was born on April 1st, 1987 in Kingston, Jamaica, and is an actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should start a club. You should you should uh, make a group on Facebook, Born, and invite him. <laughs> Maureen, Maurice Maurice. Yeah, sure. Uh, anyway, I don't know what we were talking about, but uh, but that's the, the latest. From, oh yeah, the Beckhams, <laughs> right? I haven't. I don't know if that story is true or not, but I haven't seen them together at all. So, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Frankie Muniz is uh, coming out and and sort of. I don't know what the right way to say this was. If you remember in 2017 when Frankie Muniz did Dancing with the Stars, he said something in that sort of video montage that made it seem like Frankie Muniz has no memory of even things like being Malcolm in the middle. So yeah. listen listen to, this was the, the montage they put together with Frankie in 2017. I've gotten to really do anything I've wanted to do. But the truth is, I don't really remember much of that. Like it almost feels like... It wasn't me. There's no negative feelings. I just don't (laughs) necessarily remember. I have had nine concussions. I've had a fair amount of mini strokes. TIAs is what they're called, transient ischemic attacks. I'm not saying that those things correlate exactly to the reason why my memory is not great, but, you know, I guess if you think about it, it could be. It makes me a little sad that, like, it doesn't just, like, pop back into my mind. You know, and I'm like, I should have remembered going to Australia. You know, like, that's something that people remember. My most memorable year is 2017 because I learned to live in the present. I'm happy with my acting career. I'm happy with the decision I made to go race cars and to focus on music. Even if I don't remember it all, I'm happy. Like the headline from Entertainment uh, Weekly was, this is 2017, Dancing with the Stars. Frankie Muniz doesn't remember starring on Malcolm in the Middle. Okay, so that's one headline. Here's the People Magazine headline. Uh, Frankie Muniz on his intense struggle with memory loss and why he can't remember Malcolm in the Middle. So that's the sort of story that came out of that. It was really sad, too. It was incredibly sad. And so Frankie Muniz now sort of dispelling what that package sort of tried to tell the story that it tried to tell on on his behalf so here is a new interview with frankie minas talking about his memory you know i did dancing with the stars in in 2017 and they have an episode where uh it's the most most memorable year episode and they told me that my most memorable year was 2001 (laughs) they told you it and i go i don't i don't really have anything to talk i don't really know what happened in 2000 like i don't know what to say like why and i go i and they're interviewing me and 
the way it got cut together and the way they put it was that I have zero memory of anything. Uh-huh. And then press took it and it and now if you search my name it basically says i don't remember like, I, like 51st right. dates my wife has to wake up every morning and like tell me who <laughs> oh, she is and this right. is your son and she plays a video yeah you know like no no i know i was malcolm you yeah, know i just right. i did a lot of stuff you right. know I, I don't i don't remember everything right so poor guy yeah so well, like why i wonder why at the time that all of that was happening he didn't come out and say exactly what he's saying now. He has said it a couple times, but it just never made news like it did, Aww. like it did today. So here's the here's the second part of Frankie talking. There's about been it. a lot of speculation about like my memory, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that I feel like I did so much, like so many episodes, so many things, and, and you just kind of do it. You you know you film, and but I think the biggest thing for me is I don't distinguish. There's three things: things that I dreamt. I go like, did that happen? Because I've I've had so many crazy dreamlike things happen in reality. But then also, like, most of my life and most of my childhood, I was pretending to be someone else. But, like... Do you ever have that? Do you ever, like, have a dream and then you wonder if that dream was real or if it was a dream, like, later on down the road? Oh, yeah. You do, huh? Yeah. It's happened where, yes, I will think of something. I'm like, did that actually happen or did it happen in that way? See, I don't remember my dreams. But even, like, something like with Frankie Muniz, right? Yeah. You can ask anyone. Could you remember specific things or majority of stuff that happened from the time you were, like, eight until 12 years old, I can probably remember like bits and pieces, but not specifically when I was, unless it was like a traumatic thing, right? Right. Specifically when I was eight years old, I remember falling off my bike and splitting my chin open. Right. Cast members of Friends have recently said that they don't remember half the episodes they filmed on Friends. Yeah, but these headlines were that he doesn't remember being Malcolm. Like that's that's extreme. you know, Phoebe is has memory issues too because she said the same thing. Well, no, but Phoebe hasn't said that she has memory issues. Like he actually said in that thing, and then I guess they manipulated it and everything else. But like I've I, like the idea that you you know he doesn't remember going to Australia. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, like that's, that's something that me. that's a memorable <laughs> to me a memorable like, thing. Like yeah. that would be cause for concern if you can't yeah. remember going to a place like Australia. Yeah, I mean, Roz, I, you, yeah. you you have memory. Problems. I will. Yeah, I do have memory problems, but I will never. First of all, I know that I will never forget ever going to Australia because I. I would never sit for that flight. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Saturday night in New York, Kevin Hart and Chris Rock were doing a show together at Madison Square Garden, which already is like an incredible night for fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unannounced, Dave Chappelle walks on stage and opens the show. So Dave Chappelle opened for Chris Rock and Kevin Hart. When was the last time Dave Chappelle opened for anybody? Yeah, so Chappelle comes out and does like a 20-minute set talking about cancel culture. The audience just like ate it up. He made Mm -hmm. reference to his show uh, in uh, Minneapolis being postponed or the venue kicked him out, so he had to find a new venue. Um, And uh, at some point, then they all came back on stage together and... Who brought the goat? Was it <laughs> Kevin Hart? Kevin. So it was. They were doing. They huh? were all riffing on like who was the like the goat, like the greatest of all time. Oh yeah. Because right? really, the three of them are on stage, mm-hmm. um, and Kevin Hart brought out an actual goat on oh stage um, at Madison Square Garden. So here's the three of them discussing the goat. But just for the, for, yeah, I will keep the goat. You have to keep the goat. I bought you the goat. I'm not joking. I really bought the. Hello, hello, police. Yes, this is with the goat on the third floor. 
from the country. <laughs> hey. I'll tell you the truth, Kevin. The yes. better gift would have been a sheep. <laughs> Goats eat grass from the roots. And sheep just skim the top. Oh my god. Right. Here's the guy at the end. No phones. Because yeah, <laughs> there's not a lot of footage crazy. from it. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. So the three of them on stage, like, what a night. Incredible. Jeez. Uh, Kevin Hart tweeted, last night was by far the best moment of my career. I can't even explain it. I can't find the words. Just know that last night was the true definition of, quote, epic night. I love my brothers more than words can explain. We made history last night. Hashtag rock heart Chappelle. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, uh, Pope Francis arrived in Canada for a historic visit where he's expected to personally apologize to Indigenous survivors for the abuse at the church-run residential schools. The Pope has called his visit a trip of penance of healing and reconciliation to seek forgiveness on Canadian soil for the evil done uh, to Native peoples by the Catholic missionaries uh, in the decades spanning from, as we know, the 1800s to the 1990s. Nearly 150,000 First Nations and Inuit children uh, were sent by Canada's government to 139 residential schools run by the church as part of a failed policy of forced assimilation. So that is what the Pope is doing uh, today. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. What happened at Rolling Loud over the weekend? Explain this to me. So Kanye was supposed to headline the show. Right. Kanye pulls out. Right. Kid Cudi is his replacement. Gotcha. Kid Cudi and Kanye don't haven't been getting along lately. Oh, so okay. Kanye or sorry, Kid Cudi is performing on stage, and I don't know why. Maybe people just weren't feeling his set, the songs. They start throwing stuff on stage at him. Right. Right. And in the middle of the song, <laughs> so Kid <rude>. Cudi stomps <laughs> down and says this. Yo, somebody throws something. I will walk off the stage. So then somebody throws a water bottle and it hits him in the face. Oh. And then he's like, F you guys, and he starts to walk off the stage. So he leaves, and then he just, he doesn't come back. Well. Right? That's what happens. And then. Anybody knows, though. If you're a performer and you're on stage, if anybody says, if you do that one more time. Oh, everyone's doing that thing. Yes. So then Lil Durk comes out and performs. As a rapper, Lil Durk. I don't know. Yeah. And guess who shows up on stage? Who? Lil Durk. Who? Kanye West. Excuse oh, me. No. And I just want to feel liberated. I just want to feel liberated. Kanye pulls out of Rolling Loud. Yeah. Kid Cudi is named as a replacement. Kanye pops up on stage oh. at the festival that he pulled out of. And also, to add insult to injury, that song that he was performing right there yeah. on the album, it features Kid Cudi. Oh, oh. The same person who 
replaced him and who they have like a little oh. bit of problems with each oh. other. Jeez, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> no, this just seems like high school beef. This is like how teenagers would deal with their problems. Like, yeah. I drop out, you come in, I'm going to show up yeah. and perform the song that you were on. So, anyway, oh, that's what happened to Rolling Loud in Miami. And here's Jesus. another wrinkle. It should also be known that Kid Cudi and Pete Davidson are actually friends. Oh, oh. also why Kanye, oh. you know, the whole wow. thing. Yeah. Messy. Uh, uh, uh. Messy. I like mm-hmm. that though. Uh, <laughs> I do. I like that. I like it. Come on. Loves the pettiness oh, of everything. Oh, please. You know me. I love that stuff. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, down at uh, Comic Con, uh, they laid so out cool. everything that is happening in the MCU from the conclusion of Phase Four. So She Hulk is part of Phase Four, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, they talked to Tatiana Mislani on the red carpet. Um, She-Hulk, by the way, leans more comedy than it does sort of action. So Mm -hmm. it's in the world of MCU funny as opposed to anything else. But that doesn't mean that they're going to not take She-Hulk and put her in a different sort of world later on, right? So here's a little bit of Tatiana Mislani talking She-Hulk. What was it about um, Jen and her transformation that interested you the most? There's so much. Uh, the the pilot episode was so unexpectedly like human and uh, funny, and that that just immediately made me like, oh my god, this is just so new and fresh, and I'm so excited by this. But also for me, I find it so interesting to navigate what it is to move through the world with different bodies. So she Hulk stands six foot seven and is this like you know glamazon with perfect hair. And she's perceived incredibly differently than Jen Walters is, who is this incredible lawyer who has worked her ass off to get to where she is and is super intelligent, but she doesn't get any attention, any respect, you know, in the body that she is. So it's, it's, I just find it really interesting territory and the show does it in this really fun, funny way. And phase four will conclude with Black Panther, Black Panther uh, Wakanda Forever on November 11th. Then we get into phase five, which is Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania! That's uh, February 17th, 2023. Then you have Secret Invasion, which is uh, Kobe Smulders and Sam Jackson. And then you have Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which is May 5th, 2023. Then you have Echo. I don't know what that is. Summer 2023. Uh, There's nothing more uh, on Echo other than it is a a spinoff of Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. And then you got Loki Season 2. Then you got Blade, November 3rd, 2023. Then you have Ironheart. Uh, Ironheart, after her introduction in Black Panthers, Wakanda Forever, uh, Riri Williams, Dominique Thorne will start in her own Disney Plus series. That w- That's what we know. And then you have Agatha, um, Coven of Chaos, oh so based good. around Agatha from uh, Vision WandaVision. and WandaVision. Then you have Daredevil Born Again in 2024. Then you have Captain America, uh, New World Order. Then you have the MCU's version of Suicide Squad, which is Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. which is sort of like the, not heroes, but kind of like the villains, like the Florence Pugh character yeah. and Julie Louis-Dreyfus's character. They'll all be part of Thunderbolts, presumably, as the sort of villains who have to go and save the world. And so Phase excited. 6 is Fantastic Four, uh, Avengers the Kang <sighs> Dynasty, and Avengers Secret War. And Avengers Secret War is going to be a mix between people who live on um, Earth 
1610 and Earth 616, and then the two multiverses happen, and both worlds wind up um, being destroyed. And then the people that are left live on a post apocalyptic planet called Battle World. And so that is where phase six. I know, bro. I, I'm trying Try to, to make up. sense of all this. I have Speak a English here. Okay. This is so I much. I know. To so, so, th- so that, that, that concludes November 7th, 2025. Oh, mark the calendars, wow. y'all. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I've been made fun of so many times on this show mm-hmm. because I watch TV shows with subtitles on. Right? Mm-hmm. Let me read you this headline. Watching movies and TV shows with subtitles is more popular with... Uh, let me guess. Yeah? Um, with seniors. Incorrect. Younger audiences. Oh, get out. But, but that's Younger not Younger audiences. In a new survey... of people said they use subtitles most of the time. What? 50%. 70% of Gen Z respondents said that they use subtitles. 70%. Not me. Followed by 53% of millennials, 38% of uh, Gen X, that's me, and uh, 35% of baby boomers. So young people use subtitles more than old people. Okay. But old people do, right? Ross? Yeah, but no, but I'm part of the younger group because I watch okay. everything. You stop it. Okay. 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 I'm 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 on the young wave okay. here. Okay. okay. I got this my is... I got my finger on the pulse of what the young people are doing. Sure. Okay. Do you right? have to wear your readers while reading them? No, I don't, Maury, because I only need those when I'm reading things up close. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got a big screen TV okay. at home. But the... <laughs> so that font is like at 72. I actually tried to make a, the, one of the fonts. One of the services that I have, the font is too small on the yeah. subtitles. I don't like it. Oh, so you can't change no, the size. I can't. I can't change the size. <laughs> Um, so you move your chair closer. Uh, so TV, stop it! Come on now. Um, no. So they said one of the so some of the reasons why the younger generations are using subtitles more often is that they watch uh, shows in public, mm-hmm. so they don't turn the volume up as uh, as oh, loud, or they okay. or they watch them on their phone and they don't have headphones. Yeah. So literally, they will use no volume and they will just do it. But also. Younger people now were exposed to more shows from around the world. So they have now, like when I was growing up, did I ever watch a show where people had accents? Mm. Like maybe a James Bond movie every couple of years, somebody would have an accent. Sure. But now people are watching Peaky Blinders. They're watching Downton Abbey. They're watching all these shows where people have these thick accents and Mm. it's very difficult for them to understand. Uh, Now, when it comes to those accents, who in Hollywood, who did they say was the actor that young people found the hardest to understand what he's saying? Oh. Mm. That's a great like question. Hugh, Hugh Jackman, maybe? <laughs> no, uh, Hugh Jackman, not on the list. Uh, Sofia Vergara is on the list. Oh, yeah. uh, Michael, okay. Ka- Michael Caine is on the list. <laughs> Michael Caine is Michael not. Michael Caine? Yeah. No. Uh, Johnny Depp is on the list. Oh, I, I, who's uh, James Bond? I don't know. Who's James Bond? Um, Daniel, uh, Craig? Daniel Craig? No, Would Daniel Craig. No, no, no. Sean Connery, though, is on the list. Oh, That's yeah, cool. yeah, James yeah, Bond. Yeah. So the, uh, uh, the actor that they said was the most difficult to understand is Tom Hardy. Oh, Okay. Oh, and I so yeah. Bane, I guess. Yeah, but not not even Bane, just in other stuff too, because he's got that other show Tab- Taboo that's on Netflix that I watched about an episode of, and I couldn't stand it. It was too dark because of his accent, or no? No, it's just the show's too dark. Oh. Like they need to put some lights. 
in the right you know what i mean like it's just yeah, every, you're reading the subtitles anyway i so know you care. well because every scene is just black I, I i'm like i'm just reading it's like i have so, my my tv set to night so you mode. need bigger bigger fonts yes. on television shows yes and you need them to be brighter thank you okay. yes i would appreciate that so here is tom hardy talking about his own accent what is tom hardy's accent mellifluous i'd say at best is a collage of places people Things, feelings, it's irrelevant. <laughs> if you understand me, that's all that matters. I, I think I think I'm a um, bourgeois, middle class, posh, uh, middle class twat. Really. <laughs> there you go. Wow, damn. Yeah, same. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jason Momoa involved in a head-on collision with a motorcycle in California. So Jason was in a car. And I guess what happened was he was coming around a bend and the motorcycle was coming another way and it crossed the line and it hit the side of Jason's car. The driver flew off, hit the windshield, went over to the other side of the hood and the guy landed on his feet. (gasps) What? Yeah. It's like a Hollywood stunt. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah, yeah. And then what? Like yeah. brushed himself off and, and left? Then, no, and then like everybody showed up, like the cops showed up, fire department showed up, everything else. But there was a guy on a bicycle who had one of those head cams on, mm-hmm. uh, like a GoPro on his, and he, and he, he walked, he was cycling by Jason as Jason was walking back to his car from the, talking to the police. And you can see like the whole windshield on the one side of his car is smashed. Damn. Yeah, but the guy landed on his feet That's crazy. That is right? like no crazy luck. Or no, I, I mean, I mean, I don't think the guy they is like- They were taking a hospital, but- everyone's going to be okay yeah minor scratches and yeah yeah but he like bounced off the the windshield of the car and landed on his feet that's nice the Roz and mocha show podcast Podcast. uh it was hot over the weekend and uh john oliver on last week tonight with john oliver exactly that's exactly what they did so this is a montage that uh, john oliver put together of uh uh, news anchors talking about how hot it was as hip-hop sensation nelly once said it's hot in, so hot in here. But oh just how hot is it, Elizabeth? Stop it. It's so hot outside. Carson, how hot is it? It's so hot. I bought a loaf of bread chase before I got home. It was toast. It is so hot. I saw a dog chasing a cat, and they were both walking. It's so hot. Yesterday, I saw the devil sitting by the AC. How hot is it? Uh, I almost called my ex-girlfriend just so I could be around something shady. <laughs> Uh, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, how hot is it? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Lil Wayne mourning the death of the cop that uh, saved his life. This was years ago uh, when Lil Wayne was 12 years old in New Orleans. Uh, the police officer was Robert Hubler, who Lil Wayne has been tight with um, for his entire adult life. This is uh, Lil Wayne talking about the story of that day uh, Officer Hubler saved his life. At the age of 12 years old, I shot myself. Police knocked on the door. I was right there. They knocked the door down. Everybody jumped over my body to go get the guns and drugs and whatever they could find. It took one guy to stop right there and cuss everybody that hopped over me out. Do you not see this kid on the floor with this hole in his chest? Pick me up, brought me to the hospital, and stood there and waited until the doctor said he's going to make it. Right. Wow. Yeah. So I guess they had stayed in, in contact uh, over the years, but uh, Robert uh, Hubler wound up passing away, and so that was uh, Lil Wayne's tribute to 
uh, him. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay, so Ryan Gosling uh, doing a ton of press for the last couple weeks for Gray Man, and then all anybody wanted to talk to Ryan Gosling about was uh, being Ken in the Ken and Barbie movie. Yeah. Uh, but they also were weighing, getting him to weigh in on the idea of him stepping into the MCU because it sort of makes sense. They need a big star. They need their new, moving into the sort of future of the MCU, they need their Robert Downey Jr., Mm -hmm. right? They need the guy who is going to sort of reboot the next thing because they don't really have that yet. Um, And Ryan Gosling seems like a fine fit. So everybody's like, hey, Ryan, who would you like to play? And this was an interview that Ryan did, and he had said this to MTV as well, but I'll play you this clip because it's a little bit more concise. Uh, This is an interview he did with, uh, as you just mentioned, uh, Keisha Shante for ET Canada on who Ryan would play if he was to get into the MCU. So what superhero would you like to play if you could play anyone? I mean, the one I always thought was the coolest was Ghost Rider. Okay. But I always felt like that was taken, you know? Mm. Um, you know, but I wonder what, I just don't know what the waiting period is on that. You know, <laughs> obviously, you know, Ava's given it her blessing. She's, she's, she's cool. But, you know, there's a lot of, I need the blessing from a lot of other people. Yeah, she's I need awesome. Kevin's, Nick Cage, the Marvel fans. That's there's a there's a checklist that has to happen. So because Nick Cage was Ghost Rider, right? Mm. And Ava Mendez was in that movie, Ryan Gosling's wife with Nick Cage. I did not know that they were married. Yeah. Oh, you didn't? No. Yeah, they news have, to me. Yeah, they got a baby and stuff together. Wow. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, that that uh Nick Cage is <laughs> terrible. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, no wonder they never tried to reboot. That Nick Cage version was horrendous okay so um on the red carpet at comic-con mtv uh asked kevin feige his thoughts on the idea of ryan gosling wanting to play ghost rider ryan gosling just told me he wants to play ghost rider like he like actively just like a week ago hey man ryan wants to be ghost rider what else (laughs) who else well we know norman reedus so what do you think gosling's uh, unbelievable Boy, that's a bad omen. That is a bad omen. <laughs> oh, man. See? We're not talking. Ryan doesn't want us to talk no, about it. Ryan does it. want us to talk about oh, it. he does? He act- actively said, I want to talk about it. Ryan's amazing. I'd love to find a place for him in the MCU. He, he, he's dressed up oh, as wow. Ken on Venice Beach and gets more press than, uh, than uh, a giant movie's coming out that weekend. It's amazing. I don't know. Right? A hot ghost rider? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, guys. Here for it. Like a diva. Yeah. All of a sudden, Deepa's like, "Yo, yeah. Ghost Rider is like my favorite superhero." <laughs> Have you seen what I Ghost Rider looks like time. when he's not when he's not looking hot, though? Yeah, that's why I was like, I don't know if it fits because I want to see his face. Like, I don't want his head on fire for half the movie. Right. Like, so yeah, yeah. Like for Ryan and okay. All Ryan what form. if? What if it were the 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 skull, the flaming skull, right? As Ghost Rider. And he's on that motorcycle with a leather jacket, Deepa, but mm-hmm. no shirt. So you see chest and abs. Yeah, but they're uh, all burned up too. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who could I don't know who could cast Ryan Gosling in a movie and then say, okay, great, guys, we got Ryan. He's gonna do Ghost Rider, right? Yeah. And then you're like, we got Ryan Gosling, we got Ryan Gosling. Okay, cool. Now um uh, put him in that suit so we can uh, rip off all the skin and set his skull yeah. on fire. <laughs> I'm gonna butt yeah. up his right. chest. Yeah, like like who <laughs> You can't do that. Like, you can't put Ryan Gosling in a movie. and, and uh, You and, can't have a hot Ghost Rider. No. Uh, but anyway, I mean, Kevin Feige seems very much into it. 
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Nick Cannon and um, how do you say? Uh, Bree Tiesi yes. uh, had their baby. That is Nick Cannon's eighth child was mm. uh, was born. They announced uh, on, uh, on YouTube. Man, I saw on some Monday. pictures that she posted. Yeah, Nick Cannon already looks tired. Yeah, bro, he's got a lot of kids under three, right? Yeah, like a lot. Yeah, he's got like a whole like group like of them. six. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a lot of babies. I don't know, man. That is like, that's, that's rough. That's a lot of kids. That's a lot. Christmas can be stretched out over days this year. Yeah. (laughs) What do you do in that case? Just everybody gets a gift card? Like that's a lot of shopping to do. Well, for, I don't think that you can though. I don't think if you, if you have eight, eight babies with all these different moms, I don't think you can be the gift card dad when you're, when you're Nick Cannon. I think you have to make them all feel special. Every single gift has to be top notch. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah, of them. and then there's there's no. I bought this for you and your brother. Yeah, oh, you know no, what no. I mean. Like That's, there's none of there's no, none no, of those. No. We're talking eight individual gifts. Yes, that are yeah. all eight like different things. Yeah, yeah. Then maybe just go with cash. Right. See, she, Maury, you're the only non only. You're the only only child in the group here, right? Well, not in theory. What do you uh, mean? I have I have Daniel and Kyle. No, no, no. But they're from a different marriage when you were already grown. True, I could be their parent. Right, yes. like like when you were... Oh, that's a weird <laughs> thing to say, man. Why don't you just yeah. say the age difference instead of saying I could also be their dad. Me and my dad could be their dads. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the weirdest way to say that. Why would you I say it like that? I with them on this. Like, I am old enough to be both their fathers. <laughs> that's, that's super weird. weird, though. Yo, if but, I had an older brother that said that, yeah. I'd be like, man, I can't hang with you no more. Yeah, no, that's, that's too so weird. So you never, though, more growing up, you never got that gift that was meant for for you and your sibling, right? No. It was no. All Did you ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah because yeah. you and your brother are only three years apart. Right. What was the gift? Can yeah. you remember? Oh, yeah. It was like when we got the Commodore 64, like a video oh. game thing. Or he would get one of one thing and I would get one of the other. But we were expected to like swap share. back and forth and share. But never close, right? And all like, this stuff. There's this one sweater that you guys can like alternate. Um, no, we never got like a a piece of clothing to share, okay. right? But I, got I would a piece get of clothing to share with my dad once for Christmas. I would get his hand me downs. Yeah, right? that's pretty common though. Yeah, but I think that that's like totally and completely normal, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, but no, no, no. We never, we never got. Did we get clothes? No, like my mom never gave us one jacket. Yeah, and was like, here, guys. Did your mom, when you guys were growing up, ever try to dress you the same? Yes. <laughs> Is there photos? Yes. <laughs> Can you remember what the yeah. outfit was? I was always pajamas, yeah. or it was uh, we. Aww. I have some. We, it was we would we would wear like the same t-shirts, yeah. that all the time. Uh-huh. I have a, I have so many pictures of us wearing the exact same jeans, exact same t-shirts, and exact same ball caps. Yeah, being like three years right? apart. We're three. I know. Yo, you know what right? though? My mom, my mom did that with my sisters, Laura and Lisa. Yeah, right. Dressed them the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catherine and Roxy do that. Do they? They, they dress the same all the time. I do that with Matthew. Yeah, yeah, all the time, all the time. They love it. Yeah. They like love intentionally. it. Intentionally. They'll, they'll go to the store and like buy the same thing. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It's great for Christmas cards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you and Matthew wear that's the same? Pajamas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pajamas. I mean, we share shirts, but pajamas, we. But you don't have, you don't have going out at nighttime matching outfits, though. No, no, no. It's pajamas that we purposely buy. Those are right, right, right. So you it's guys. Like, would... No, no, that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> the same turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. It's a welcome back Buck Day as well. Buck Martinez makes his return to the broadcast booth uh, today following the completion of his cancer treatment. If you remember, it was back in April when uh, Buck told fans and... 
people who have just, you know, loved the guy forever when he made uh, this announcement. The Blue Jays, Rogers, everybody has been so supportive. I've got a wonderful crew to work with here, folks. And I'm going to go away for a while. I've got cancer, and I have to address that, obviously. But uh, you know what? You're going to be in good hands with Dan and Pat and Scotty, and everybody's going to take uh, good care of you. But uh, you know what? I came here in 1981. Thought I'd be here for a year or two, and here we are. It's 2022, but my wife Arlene has been very supportive, and uh, we're all positive, and we feel very confident we'll be back here for the pennant race. So, let's play some baseball and have a good rest of the summer, folks. <laughs> oh, there you go. So, Man, we uh, miss that voice. Yeah, Buck Welcome has back, uh, Buck. completed his cancer treatment, and uh, he'll be back in the broadcast booth this evening. Uh, what are they going for? Win number what? Seven in a row? Is that what it is tonight? If they win, something like that. Mm, let me see here. So we got. Oh, man, I'm looking back at Friday's game. Oh, Friday's game. Oh, that's just terrible. 28 to 5. Yeah, yeah. One, two, that. three. That should count uh, as a couple four, wins. Five, six. Uh, yeah, so yeah. this will be their seventh yeah, if they job. win tonight against St. Louis. Go Jays, go. Game time is at 7 o'clock, by the way. I like that a lot. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.